Okay, I've started recording as well. Okay, so I'll do three, two, one, and then I'll just clap. Okay. Okay. Yep. Three, two, one. Cool. Got it. All right. Cool. All right. Well, you know, we already got a little, uh, a, a bit of um, fan art for Ooh. the Sans Hosen brand. Would it be called? Uh, yeah, yeah, franchise. Why not? Franchise. Okay. Yeah, now available in your state. What would it? What would it sell? Like just underwear. <laughs> well, of course, it's in the name. You got to be prepared. I mean, we're not perverts. We may not be wearing trousers, but you know. You're close. Give them to me. Dignity. Uh, did you know? Did you know? Uh, in San Francisco, you can walk around naked. Um, but they introduced this law uh, at the behest of restaurants because um, essentially restaurants wanted people to wear under at least underpants when they walk in, and they call it the the skid mark law. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have a problem with you being naked, but we have no way of verifying that you have a clean anus, oh, and Jesus that you're not going to smooch Christ. your anus into our furniture. Oh, no, that's absolutely fucking revolting. I don't see why you should need to clarify something like that. Surely surely common decency would would prevail, but clearly not. And, you know, if they if if just full on nudity is well, presumably it's not that that common. Right. But if it's you know, they've got if it's regulated, it's damn, that's 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 nuts. That can't be fucking true. You've had, you're having me on, right? <laughs> That's what I've heard. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to look it up. Obviously, that would require some sort of effort. But yeah, you know when you you see shops that say stuff like "no shoes, no shirt, no service." Yeah. You know, you can't go in shirtless and be served. Do you think it'd be okay if you went in shirtless but you had a note from your doctor? <laughs> oh, he can't. He cannot. He cannot wear a shirt because he has very irritable leprosy. Uh, I'm I'm fairly certain. I mean, maybe uh, at the beginning of last year that might have uh, uh, that might have flown, but I'm sure now you try that shit on, they'll they'll, uh, they'll barge you out with a nail bat. Hey, this is Doctor Pike Madras, and I spend a lot of time at the gym, and you gotta let this guy in because look at him, he's ripped. Is <laughs> what my doctor would say to you, Mister Man. So please give me this six pack, because it's always it's always a liquor store. It's never you know. Absolutely, it's, yeah. It's not like Clinton's cards has to put this. If you come in here and you're not wearing a shirt, we're not going to sell you a, a card. Uh, well, I guess we'll get started then. So, uh, again, how do you want to introduce it, Damien? Uh, we already have. I, um, just, yeah, let's open on the clap and then just kind of waffle on as per usual. Completely uncut, just uploaded, doesn't even sink. <laughs> yes, full There's on no genteel. Thumbnail. genteel. Like you thought it was an ironic no thumbnail thumbnail, but it isn't. It is just the, you know, YouTube or SoundCloud or Apple no thumbnail. We basically almost couldn't get it couldn't get it up. I think you have to <laughs> upload a thumbnail on YouTube, right? Otherwise it won't do it. Or it'll pick one for you and it'll be like the one frame of you picking your own nose that you didn't even know you left in. Excellent. Okay. Well, so our I mean... algorithm has has compiled all the 
footage of you over the years and made this extremely accurate deep fake of you <laughs> picking your nose, and that's the thumbnail. I mean, you wouldn't need to uh, surely need to uh, fake that. I mean, I'm I'm fairly certain. No, I've got an OnlyFans page, which is just me <laughs> full of like, me like knuckle deep. <laughs> Oh, you'll have to hold on a second. <laughs> Is that your dog or mine? Well, I knew this was going to be a problem. They started acting up as soon as I went for that water, so they're in and out. And it's normally fine. The other two are pretty silent. They'll just... Um, but it's Riley that's going in and out, and he sings like a raging pussy, that one. Tell us about your dogs, Damien. What are their names? Uh, we have Riley, who's a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. We have... Nala, a boxer, I think Staffy Cross, something like that. And then we have Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, who is a pug Jack Russell Cross, who, is, who has a profoundly stupid face. Well, what's stupid about it? Well, it's mainly, uh, it's mainly a pug face. It's just got two, two engorged, swollen eyes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, some person in the past who got into breeding was like, you know, some people breed dogs, you know, for speed, efficiency, some some to make them cuddly, some to give them a, a certain colour. Me, I'm all about the jowls. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know how. I mean, surely a pug itself is not a naturally occurring dog. So someone decided that they no. really wanted to. None of them are naturally occurring dogs. I mean, they're all, you know, their DNA is all the same, right? Yeah. They're all the same animal. Yeah. Science. Yeah, and it's it's terrifying what's what's kind of been done to them, really. What we've done to them. I don't imagine like the shape of a pug's face. It's even kind of it would occur naturally in the genetics. Um, no, I mean, I, I'm pretty... don't you have to clean their faces with cuticles? I mean, that's yeah. yeah that's that was something natural. that when this dog was younger, uh, I had to do. It seems to be something that he's grown out of, which is nice because I don't like didn't like wiping all that weeping pus from his eyes. Seems to have, whatever it was, seems to have sorted itself out. Or he's blind and I just don't realise. Either way, it's less effort for me now. It's, it's fine. It's, he's, he's my favourite because he's, he he's no zero one would maintenance. No if anyone's blind in your house though, Damien, because you never turn the lights on. And also, you told me as well, last time I spoke to you, you told me that you'd uh, taken to, what was it, stapling duvets in front of the windows. Oh, I mean, that was a long, long, long fucking time ago, but that is true, yeah. There was right. um, a point um, when I, I lived here, well, close to a decade ago now, um, but for the longest time, we had no working boiler here, um, and it's a big house. Why did you say it like that? We had no working boiler here? Because you, had, we did. you didn't have a working boiler. You had no source of heat. Yes, no source of heat whatsoever. And this is something that persisted for a long time, longer than you really think is absolutely normal. We're talking years. It's absolutely Honestly, nuts. people, the, the, the people listening, all four of you, think of Mrs. Havisham's house. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, do, do you know who Mrs. Havisham is? Uh, yeah, great expectations, correct? Yeah, you had to you had to read that at school, right? I did. I didn't read it. <laughs> Neither did I. I just I based my book report on that episode of South Park, since it beautifully synopsis uh, it. I don't know. Um, Condensed I, it I down. remember the the essays we had to do for it. You could choose out of like ten, um, and all ten questions, and all of the questions were you know. How does this character interact with this character? How does 
the author used this character to evoke this and all this. And there was one question right at the bottom, and it was, uh, how does Dickens uh, use landscape to confer, I don't know what, to, you know, to build theme or something? Mm-hmm. It was a really boring question, and no one else wanted to do it. And I thought, well, that's great, because having watched the film, I can just talk about the marshes, which is all at the beginning. And I just did that. <laughs> and I didn't need to read past the first chapter. Job done. Honestly, it's it, it's not even something I wouldn't want to read. It's just if you're going to make me read it, I definitely don't want to read it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure it was a I'm sure it was a ripping good yarn. But yeah, like you say, um, being uh, oh, it's not even contrarian really. But you know, if they make make you do it, like no, <laughs> I was too much of a. Uh, it was too obstinate at school. They thought, fuck that. No, I mean, we, you know, it was much better than the other stuff we did, which was John Donne, a poet from Elizabethan times. Did you do him? No, I did. So- no. I can't remember what it was called now. It's something like it was it was a story about the fens of East fucking England. <laughs> Spinning through the fens and the spinnies. <laughs> Rumping through the fens and spinnies. Spinnies. What's a spinny? Oh, I, uh, fuck knows. I'm presuming some kind of, I don't know, small field. Like, is it like you go to Norfolk and it's like, uh, is it Eskimos or Inuit? <laughs> who have, you know, 18, 18 words for snow. Because they're so used to it, you know. They, they, so all these different types of snow aren't the same thing to them, so they've got 18 different words for them. Right. Is it like that in Norfolk where they've got 18 different words for marsh and bog? <laughs> slough. This is slough. I know it's not in Norfolk, but. No, but it. it yeah, I, I, it has a certain quality uh, to, uh, to it, the sound of that word that fits right in with what you're talking about there. Yeah. Yeah, I remember um, uh, my good friend Skinner. Hey, Skinner, who we've mentioned a few times, and I guess in my biopic would be played by Principal Skinner. Um, I remember him <laughs> with, like, a perfect element. Not overbearing, but just perfect presence, but nuanced element of depression. When I said, what have you been up to? And he said, oh, I was out clubbing in Sirencester the other night. Sirencester. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's like, I... you might as well just call your town Cyst. Yeah. <laughs> Ailment. <laughs> Ailment. <laughs> <coughs> Welcome to the Independent Republic of Wonky Elbow. Uh. Uh, yeah, I couldn't tell. I have never heard of that town, Sirencester. I don't know where in England it is, but I have a perfect picture of exactly... What it is from the context of that story. So thank you very what much. What is for it? That. Go on, tell me. Oh, I mean, I imagine. Oh, it's it's going to be a small uh, kind of rinky-dink uh, country village, no? Um, it'll have oh, at best. Well, you said that you went to a club, right? So that'll be the yeah. the club there. It'll be a social I, club during the I day. I do have information on the club, though. Okay. And I imagine the only other uh, hotspots t- uh, there would be two pubs. One of one of note, and by that I mean hygienic, and the other is something that's good in a pinch. I think he said that the club, um, it was, the, he said there were three clubs, so that must change your opinion. Oh, And uh, he went to the market. biggest one. 
And he said the biggest one was about 800 feet square uh, with like a, a six foot five ceiling. It was painted like purple, but it was all really dark because all the lights were off. And um, there were people in there, but it was just like a bar and then this big empty room. There were no like partitions or anything or even like anywhere to sit down. And, uh, you know, they had like a... I mean, I guess it isn't a disco ball anymore, having not been into uh, any nightclubs for 50 years. But I guess it's just lights that sort of simulate that effect. It was just that and music. And uh, like in the middle at the back, they had a pole that like no one was using. <laughs> so, like ever. No one went anywhere near. And, and that was it. And what did he mention what the capacity was like? Or was it just him... Uh, his his entourage uh, hundred hundred people oh, his entourage yeah. I imagine imagine if he went on his own I mean the way you're telling that story I, I mean I see I see him there with his friends or, or I mean all two of them I think I imagine it was, I see a group of three yeah, for some you. reason <laughs> I'm trying not to I'm trying to paint myself out of this picture but all right um, fair point uh, I see at best fifteen people in in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and with you know, it's like it's, and they're all regulars. Yeah, it's, you it's know, like ten or eleven, so it's kind of anything. it's like uh, it's approaching kind of peak, not really peak clubbing times, but it should be at capacity, right, or something that isn't quite so depressing as this. <laughs> Someone says, "Oh, don't worry, you'll be buzzing in an hour." I mean, I mean, if an it was hour? me, I mean, I, I can I would consider that buzzing because all I can think is no cues at the bar. <laughs> quite frankly, in yeah. out. And fucking shit faced. Yeah, I can't think of anywhere I've ever been where it's been packed, and I thought this is better. Oh, good lord, no! Um, I'm I've been an old man for what since I was twelve. No, I I couldn't stand something like that. If I see too many people, I'm already walking away from that. <laughs> I'd I'd like to just you know drink my tenants in a dark room, absolutely by myself. Yeah, I'm just a different different sort of person to a, a clubber because I the I can only think of like two reasons to go like nightclubbing and it's either to like pick up people and for me that would just be like what? Sorry, what what? I mean no one's going to fucking come up to me and talk to me at a club, are they? You know, the the way I'm going to seduce someone is by giving them a, a wry look that they that, you know, I'm lucky enough to land. It's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to go up to that guy in the fucking orange T-shirt or whatever. <laughs> the, the twen tw balding 21-year-old. Um, but And I guess the other reason would be you, you take some speed or some ecstasy and then you dance for seven hours, I guess. And that doesn't, that's, doesn't appeal to me either. If no. I'm going to take some speed or some ecstasy, I'm going to fucking clean the house. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm going to I'm going to utilize that. I'm going to get stuff done, and it's, you know, it's going to have the same effect. Yeah, it's, it's a, just a good constructive something. energy. Yeah, absolutely, I get that. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know why you'd ever clean your bathroom and not be I mean, high. You know, <laughs> How high, could you manage? Yeah. I mean, How oh, yeah, so <laughs> update on the toilet situation here. <laughs> oh, good. Good. I was worried we were oh, going yes, to get yeah, our yeah, toilet yeah. chat in. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it's that time yeah. of day. I imagine it's just like encrusted with oatmeal. <laughs> I, I have been keeping it in good order, all right? But unfortunately, what has now happened is that the third and final toilet has fucking eaten it. So now... 
I um my my, my dutiful flush bucket is not always available. Um What do you da- mean? My dad You mean take- what because your dad is using the flush bucket in his own toilet? Yep. So, so you, uh, you have your own toilets and a spare, and none of them work. Yep, that's that is absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> and now my they, they came for the first toilet, and I said nothing. <laughs> then they came for the second toilet, and I said nothing. And then they came for me, and there were no toilets to speak up. <laughs> Man, yep. so which toilet was the last toilet? Was it the upstairs one that I uh, intimately know? Um, no, that was the second one. Uh, to go, um, yeah, that's the one I've been. Presumably, that's the one I've been using. Uh, using the one oh. you're talking about, um, the one that the, the last one is. Uh, my dad has an ensuite bathroom in his bedroom. So that was the one that's uh, just died. But he's also he's taken to using. I have this plastic waste uh, basket that I bought from IKEA, like it's fucking fifteen years. It's a yeah. garbage bin. Oh my god! It's it's an office like paper bin. It's uh, that I bought for a quid fifteen years ago, right? But it's, but unlike the what other a journey that's been on, um, well, unlike the other bins, it's not wicker. You know, there's no holes in it, so I can use it. Yes, yeah, so I, I didn't of a think that you were fucking flushing the toilet with a wicker basket. <laughs> no, no, of course, not. like a mad really person. <laughs> like what the fuck? And then mopping the floor afterwards, or just leaving the water. Oh no, that's, that's that's good clean water. That's as good as a mop. You know, let that dry so naturally. I, it's as clean. As I it's was going to say that the problem really is, is that you only have one bucket, but you don't have a bucket. I no. mean, you might as well just. I'm going to go around there, aren't I? And I'm like, there's just going to be like five cups of water, <laughs> and you're going to have to like macerate the shit down the fucking u bend. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I I was almost tempted at one point to start using pots and pans if I didn't get my flush bucket back. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I'd say a saucepan. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to isolate which um, pans that I know my old man likes to use the most, so I know what to gun for, <laughs> as a sort of you know, uh, as a uh, to impose a, a penance on him. I think. <laughs> You can unwittingly eat my own turds, but so uh, yeah, I mean. Well, so you're you're not saying that you're going to use a saucepan to put water in and flush the toilet. You're saying you're just going to shit into <laughs> oh no kitchen I, I, utensils. I, I mean, why not go for a blender? I mean, the reason the bu- the bucket uh, uh, quotation marks is effective is because the amount of uh, water that it holds. But if I'm to use, pos- uh, you know, a, a saucepan, that's a lot less water, so I can't just pour it away. I'm going to have to work it down as well. I could, I could potentially go back and forth. I don't have the patience for that. So no, I'm going to just one to kind of loosen it all up and then just pump it, and that's it. And then just put it straight back on the shelf, and just I'll put a little bit of tape on the handle so I know which one <laughs> if it's not immediately obvious and I'll use everything else in the kitchen except for that job done <laughs> oh well yeah it's, it doesn't sound like a problem at all oh no but there's I mean uh, if he, he, he's pinched at night and I won't go and wake him up but uh, I'll just let it fill up and by the morning it looks like a fucking war crime and it's awful <laughs> <sighs> oh well I yeah. I love this lockdown, baby. <laughs> how um how how did the last toilet fight it? I don't think I've ever uh, yeah. I'm, oh, I, I have no idea. Working, but... 
I have yeah. absolutely no idea. I'm presuming it's just going to be the pumps just completely fucked. That's what's wrong with mine, but there's... The pump, you mean... I mean, it's a very simple mechanism, right? Yeah, but for whatever... I mean, I've I've tried... I've taken it apart and had a look at it. For whatever reason, I don't... It's... There's something in there that's obviously got something broken on... Uh, there's some kind of internal mechanism that's completely fucked. Um, and it's not a question of... You know, because I've seen them. Some that have a valve, so you just release that, and that's what you know flushes the water yeah. through. Um, that's not there. They've got they've got some kind of presumably more modern uh, fixture in place to kind of take care of it that like and blasts the water in there. Yeah, something like that. But what, that's just totaled. So ironically, you know, something that's supposed to be more. Uh, not, I don't know. If it's supposed to be more reliable, but definitely more sophisticated. Fails <laughs> if they just had a little tab that you'd lift up. There'd be no problem. Instead, I'm, I've, I've been relegated to this sodding bucket. Um, I didn't know what happened to uh, the old man's toilet. I just noticed um, that uh, I was woken up at like 5 a.m. Um, to the sound of the uh, bath taps running in the bathroom across the, I use across the hallway. And that bucket being filled, the, the bin being filled up. It's like, oh, dear. <laughs> my dad's he, he never he never goes in there because he has his own you know his own space of course and i i mean i you knew instantly there was i knew a instantly even the, you know i mean i'm kind of just coming to um not really awake but i put two and two together immediately it's like oh great <laughs> that's another thing God. we're gonna have to we're gonna be going to war over this fucking bucket i know it <laughs> We were saying before we started, Damien was saying, oh, I hate the lockdown. I'm so depressed. It's really getting to me. And I'm listening to this and I'm like, why would that be? <laughs> this sounds like an ideal situation. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah to, I mean, <laughs> sorry to sidetrack, but that was, you know, breaking toilet news. I'm done now. I'm done. Sidetrack from the topic that we had, you know, started, I guess. No, not at all. I was going to say, if, if my toilet broke, I don't know what I'd do. You know, I... I yeah. I mean, I don't think it would break, but if it, if it magically stopped working, yeah, I mean, well, I guess I would have to use a bucket as well for a bit. But I would definitely get on that. Um... I mean, I mean I, I, yeah. at this point, I'm I'm thinking it might just be easier just to go out to the garden and just shit out there and just say, it's the dogs. <laughs> No one would know. Just do that twice a day. <laughs> it's like, why is the toilet roll by the by the kitchen uh, by the back door in the kitchen? <laughs> no reason, old man. It's absolutely fine. Look the other way. I mean, it sounds like your garden is a war crime, so I don't know if anyone would notice. Uh, yeah, it very much is. Maybe maybe I'll be so shameless as to share some photos on this, uh, <laughs> but but not today. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I suppose that would be interesting. <laughs> here's some fan art, and here's a picture of Damien's backyard. And it's just like just nondescript, just covered in turds. That's you know, that's it. What, what were we expecting? Yeah, coincidentally, covered covered in turds is the name of my biopic, by the way. <laughs> okay, well, tell me about your biopic. Ah, uh, hmm. I did, it might surprise you. Uh, Thought about this at all? Yeah. Um, Do you remember when I used to make you watch things? I, d I did. And then sometimes I, I would. 
Yeah. And, it, and I'd watch up to 50% of some of those movies as well at regular yes, speed. Yes. <laughs> In three sessions or less. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just getting flashbacks of Twisted Pair. No, thank you. Again, I just think of a pair of, you know, extremely dangly, twisted blue bollocks. Oh, dear. Yeah, it's just um... you know, it's it's about a surgery right. operate. It's about a brilliant surgeon who has to psych himself up to carefully unravel somebody's knotted bollocks. Well, testicular torsion is no joke. Yeah, that's um, that can be very serious. And yes, they are Neil's bollocks. <laughs> Got him in again. Fortunately, you know, uh, as a sixty-year-old man, those pendulous uh, nads. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of room to work. It's not so tightly knotted. It can. Be I don't undone. know. I, I I don't think they are pendulous because I do remember what they were like uh, when we saw them. Oh God, double down. How did I yeah. fucking forget that? <laughs> and they weren't they weren't pendulous then. And he sort of strikes me as a jockstrap man who's mm. probably you know kind of aware that he doesn't he doesn't want them to be pendulous for whatever reason and you know he probably has a very young don't squat. say it don't oh man you did you said it you you, you wretched little shit oh i don't know what we what we need to consider right is and a that smooth gooch what we need to consider which could be doing you know it's a bit of a cinema magic this he's floating in water so he's not those go back and animate an enormous dong in there <laughs> or just a turd floating away Oh, I mean, that's what they've scrubbed out. <laughs> it's reaching escape velocity. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, all it needs is just a careful pinch and it's free. <laughs> oh. It's the equivalent of a midwife going, it's one last push, you're almost there. <laughs> that's why he's face down in the water. He's fucking knackered. It's just, it's a massive, <laughs> massive shit. <laughs> I mean, we're talking Have prolapse. a water birth, they said. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, your biopic. Mm, well, I thought we could go uh, kind of two two routes. Um, yeah. Since the latter half of my life has been exceptionally boring, I've, uh, most of it has been spent in darkness set in front of a tumble dryer being weird. So I thought for that, that just just be like three hours of that kind of art house experience. Um, mm -hmm. And in uh, in light of some recent news, I'll throw him a bone because he's a, an, a, now a prolific weirdo. Army Hammer, I thought would be a good choice for that. Just jacking it in front of a tumble dryer for three hours. Army Hammer, who's that? Oh, have you not heard? I mean, he's in... He doesn't. He hasn't had any kind of remo remarkable roles. The first and kind of last thing I've seen him in was the Social Network as the uh, Winkle, uh, Winklevoss twins. Uh, Winklevoss. Winkel Winklemesser. Um, <laughs> Winklemesser Hoffenschmeister. But he, uh, his career has just evaporated um, into absolutely nothing. Almost, I uh, presumably fucking blacklisted these last couple of weeks because. Um, uh, details of his uh, sexual activities have come to light um, with some of his ex-partners and what have you. And this man likes to uh, engage in uh, cannibal fetishes, apparently. 
Um, right. Um, I think one uh, picture that was doing the rounds was a. Uh, uh, one of his uh, girlfriends, uh, he carved his initials into, uh, I, I can tell what part of the book, arm or leg or something like that. And just Oh, like the Nixium to... guy. The who? Have you heard about that, that Nixium cult? No, uh, I've never the... heard of that. Never. What's oh, that? Well, oh, well, not to hijack things, but it, there's a, um, a cult called Nixium, which is almost, it almost comes across like a weird corporate training thing, but it's a cult, and the... Uh, the guy in charge is this sort of bizarre little weirdo narcissist who um, he's now in jail. I think he got something like a hundred years in jail because uh, he was essentially he essentially set up this sort of cult of personality where he would um, he would sort of teach people to be better and to be chill about themselves. And this is why you feel oh this is why you feel all angsty, but also. He set up sort of a, a secret society within this society, um, recruiting women to give him blowjobs, and he would carve his initials and the initials of his top lieutenant, I guess his first initial and her first initial, into these women. Uh, but he didn't tell them that. He told them it was like a neat symbol. And then when they looked in the mirror, they they realised it was you know his initials and her initials. It was uh, yeah, an exquisite that... rendering of his own face. <laughs> How he did that in twenty seconds, fucking remarkable. <laughs> I mean, honestly, dude, just get, just have a wank. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, you no. So okay, well, well, there wasn't well, much well, more. Was he doing? So was he holding these women down and doing that? Then what was? No, apparently that's... a lot of it's. Uh, it was all kind of consensual. No one's kind of alleging sexual abuse in the. You know, nothing uh, rapey. Apparently, these people were kind of playing. Playing along. How do you carve your initials into someone? Oh, because apparently... Was he was... carving them or was he No, carving. Them? Yeah, no, because there was knife play in the bedroom. Bastard. Achoo, motherfucker. Sorry. It's all right. Continue. Uh, yeah. Continue. So, yeah, um, he was... 300 he... RPM. <laughs> That's a very special speed for robots. <laughs> Yes, go on. Um, so yeah, yeah, he wasn't branding them. He was he, he was carving it in. I mean, I don't know how. Right. I, there, there's, there's one instance they were talking about that they showed a photo of. But it, yeah, um, so loads knife. of women have ah written on them. <laughs> basically. Yeah, um, but they yes they they, they uh, alleged that there was a lot of knife play in the bedroom. And they were they were fucking throwing around all these kind of um, uh, private text messages uh, around, and then. With some of the stuff that he was kind of talking about, what he was into, and he kept oh. talking, one of the uh, one of the quote one of the things they uh, chose to quote was how he wanted to um, carve out one of their ribs and barbecue it and eat it in front of them, um, and it seems to be eat it in front of them so they would they would be alive, presumably so. Him. I mean, right. they, they, the details are, uh, from what I read was sparse. I mean, I I heard that there it's was some bizarre kind that of... you would barbecue. I mean, okay, it's a rib, but I don't know. You'd think <laughs> Get that, a nice you know, herb rub in there. If you're into cannibalism, you'd think, you know, human flesh, that's the best flesh. I love it. It's precious. Don't fucking barbecue it. It's like, oh, yeah, I spent all this time, you know, capturing this person and, you know, feeding, fattening them up like veal, tenderizing them, you know, convincing them I wasn't going to eat them so they wouldn't get too stressed. And then, bam, killed them, carefully butchered them. And then I'm just going to cover it in fucking A1. <laughs> 
I mean, just because he mentioned barbecue doesn't mean it has to be cheap. He might have an exquisite herb run. Might, he might, have might some, be like really nice... good, like Kobe barbecue sort of thing. Yeah, he could have like one of those huge kind of smoking ovens, you know, in his uh, in in his yard, you know. Well, he's lost uh, Frasier. <laughs> so no, no one's going to understand that. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure. I totally do. <laughs> because, because, the, because the wheelchair guy, oh, uh, Frasier yeah, Friends, is really into barbecue. Abs- yeah. So that's All right, I'm, we're going to have to go through it again, Damien. You're getting <laughs> sloppy on your Fraser law. <laughs> and Fra- Fraser sees barbecue quite correctly as garbage food, but he doesn't need to put his nose about it. He, why can't he enjoy garbage food and good food as well? I don't understand. I, I did. Yeah. Yes, I I love a, a really n- nicely done expensive fillet mcnog, but you know I'm not above taking you know eating some cheesy watsits or some <laughs> quavers. I haven't had quavers in years. Do they have them in the states? No. Good lord, man. No. I remember buying a packet of quavers once, and uh, they were salt and vinegar quavers. That's and I, that's I fucking. I couldn't fucking believe it. There should only be one. Yeah. You know, I... The 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 packet was in yellow. It just had a little blue bit. Like what I meant to see there, it's yellow. Yellow means cheesy. It's quavers. Yeah, I mean, I, I was about to say, I'm, I'm going to write to my MP. They uh, they ever had such a thing, but I have this vague memory of something like that existing. Was it like a pink one for prawn cocktail as well, or something? There's a. Oh, you don't think you give skips, are you? No, but I'm pretty sure skips had various flavors as well at one point. Do you remember when equally... you didn't have enough money and you had to just settle with Space Invaders? <laughs> but, I'll put my hand up and say I quite like fucking Space Invaders, and I quite like the fact that when I was buying them, they were ten p. <laughs> yes, they were te- they were ten p. And I remember when we lived together, occasionally, uh, one of us <laughs> would have a poverty meal, which would be, uh, it would be like some fifty p. tomato soup, with three packets of Space Invaders. Oh man, I you remember that. And occasionally, I'd treat myself. I'd be like. No, I didn't get any space invaders. I got some flaming hot monster munch. Oh yeah, no, that, that uh, they were fucking tits. I don't, I don't see them anymore, and I my heart breaks. Um, but, you don't see uh, monster munch anymore. No, not the flaming hot ones. Um, yeah. No, I'm not. That's not to say they're not there. I'm just, I'm just a plank. Um, but I, I'm fairly certain I can beat you on the poverty meal front because I know a couple of times I did this. When you were out of the house, because I didn't want to be seen doing this. Just masturbate into your own mouth. <laughs> recreate short bus. It's funny because it's true. Oh. <laughs> no, um, I would have, uh, because there was absolutely nothing left, and I was, I was not that I was refusing to buy food. I couldn't. I would have Ritz crackers and salad yeah. cream. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. That's not that bad. Oh, I don't know. There was something. I would have bread and Henderson's relish. Oh, that sounds nice, though. <laughs> it was nice, but it wasn't great. I mean, you know, I can still feel it in my uh, pancreas or whatever organ would take care of vinegar. Oh. I remember when I would sit down and eat that stuff. Uh, our little kitchen in that flat, looked, I think we discussed it looked like a fucking tattoo parlor at the back in of a tattoo. Taiwan, in like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And I just... I remember just sitting there with a plate. For whatever reason, I was um, I was sophisticated enough to decant the Ritz onto a plate rather than just eat it out of a box because I didn't want to be an animal, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I just had this moment of awareness, just dipping this these crackers into this fucking salad cream, sat at that 
fucking table, which, as I remember, was almost like a fucking pub bench or something like that. It wasn't a regular dining room table or anything like that. Not that there was room, and, but it was it was weird. It wasn't a conventional was table. No, no, it wasn't. It was it was a table like the landlord had gotten from his like mum's house or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's like a side, a big side table. You couldn't get your legs under it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I just had this moment of kind of awareness, and I just had I knew exactly what I looked like doing this in this environment, and it was very, very fucking upsetting. <laughs> And I, I can only I... imagine that you were sans hosen there. Absolutely. I can't imagine you were wearing underpants. I mean, it must have been like you in you in underpants and a wife beater that all, although are not part of the same set and are, you know, different ages. Maybe the underpants were two years old. I could see the wife beater being like five years old. They're sort of both old enough and you haven't washed them for long enough that they are exactly the same cover. And it sort of gives the effect that you were wearing some sort of egg costume, <laughs> you know, just on your torso. Uh, except for the fact that the uh, the I can promise you that the crotch of this underwear will have been worn away, so I can <laughs> so it'll just be like crotchless underpants. Well, yes and no. It's not like my dick is hanging out, but I'm fairly so- certain that if Ramsey I just style. if I just kind of you know jiggle one of my thighs, that uh, balls thiles. will be hanging. Um, did I say thighs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thighs. Sorry. Uh, if I jiggle my thighs, that's okay. Um, uh, that uh, balls would definitely. Well, don't do be... that. <laughs> Did you no, know I if I gyrate myself in this way, my balls will pop out? They're I'm not like, saying away from me. I'm not saying it as a threat, like I would do it now. I'm just saying that's the the risk with that kind of quality of underwear that I'm guaranteed that I will have been wearing in that situation. Hmm. Yeah, I can. Yeah, and possibly a baseball cap. Uh, yeah, and so if you want to, like, you know, pallet swap army hammer in there, you know, um, just covered in shit. That's my biopic. <laughs> so why? Yeah, you were telling me about army hammer. Um, so he, you said his career's over because all of this has come out. So why has it come out? And oh, tell I me, know. tell me more. I mean, I, I'm not familiar with him. I know. I know. You know. I can imagine. The Winklevoss twins as one person, just about. So it's that guy, right? Yeah. I, what else has he been in? Uh, I've honestly, honestly, never heard of him. Uh, he's not done anything of any kind of note. I seem to remember uh, there was the Lone Ranger. I've never actually saw that movie. Oh but, right, uh, yeah, was right. In that a few years ago, but he's starring not... um, Johnny Depp. Johnny uh, Depp, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, I don't know, just rehashing his. Uh, fucking Jack Sparrow routine, but somehow even more culturally insensitive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I found Jack Sparrow especially culturally insensitive to drunk British men. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, because it was just too close to the bone. It was bizarre. Oh, for me, accurate. it fucking was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, because my idea for your for your biopic we will go into later, but yeah, it's not imaginative. <laughs> no, I imagine you've landed on that like a sumo wrestler in a fucking second. <clears throat> so Army Hammer. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just the, I, I don't it's know. An if interesting it was, name. Um, I suppose it is. I've never. Uh, I can imagine Hammer is uh, not is a regular enough surname, but I've not not come across any armies before. 
I don't know if that's short for something. I don't care to find out. What do you think? I yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I sort of I, I don't know. I I guess I I like an America that you can be named fucking anything. Um and and that's just par for the course. I guess. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I yeah, I mean, I remember uh, as I've said before, I went to two secondary schools, and one, the first one I went to was like a, a pretty sort of bad sinker state school, and it was like 40% non-white, and, um, you know, there, there were kids there with all sorts of names, and no one gave a shit that my name was Jesh Reheshmeer, uh, but the, the school where I met Damien, which was sort of very middle class, and, uh, you know, like all white. Uh, they they couldn't believe my name was George Rockel Schmidt, right? Yeah, um, I seem to remember that. Uh, I mean, they couldn't believe that your middle name was Lindsay. <laughs> Sorry, did you not want me to say that? Mortimer, <laughs> I mean, Mortimer. <laughs> I've been outed again. Fuck you know. No, I don't. But give you a outed shit. yourself, you know. Yeah, I, I know. It's it's one thing. I, I used mean, to give a I shit don't... about that when I was a kid because I think there were certain people that used to fucking love that that was a um, a girly name i don't really yeah, give a I shit mean, I, I, um, yeah. myself but i i never understood like people would say like you spelled your name wrong you spelled your name wrong you spelled your name wrong like i didn't fucking name myself i didn't <sighs> you know i wasn't like one years old and write george without the e at the end on my <laughs> i signed my own birth certificate <laughs> yeah I, yeah, well, anyway. Mm. No, but I, I like that you can be called something like absolutely batshit, like Army Hammer. Oh, I see. I remember reading this was years ago now. It was, um, it's tantamount to some kind of clickbait Johnny article. Bonito. It was, um, it's a story of this judge in New Zealand that was just kind of, that was telling these parents that were just trying to name their kids fucking batshit names and so like no you just can't fucking do this and the one yeah. that always stood out was so if one couple was trying to name their baby fish and chips and the judge <laughs> said no you can't fucking do that you absolutely can't name your child fish and chips get a fucking grip his name's john get out <laughs> fish and fucking chips would that all be one word? I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. That is abuse. That is abuse. Yeah, absolutely. I can't remember we any of the, the other names. It's like maybe someone was trying to name their child Codeine or something. It's like that. That child needs to go into fucking protection now. <laughs> <laughs> would that all be? Would that all be one fish and fish and chips? No, it was. Or... It was two words and an ampersand in the middle. Ampersand. <laughs> <laughs> Fish and chips, and the middle name is Ampersand Kebabs. Oh no! Well, no, presumably, right? This was just the first name, so they still had a surname to follow. <laughs> Fish and chips Winthrop. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, yes. Army Hammer has a fun name, uh, and. He's lost his career because he's into cannibalism fetish shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's basically what the, the, the lawyer, uh, his lawyer released a statement saying, uh, yeah, this is um, just fetish, fetishes. You know, everyone's well, kind of playing. Why has he got a lawyer? I mean, is he facing, what's he facing? Well, I think, um, 
I, I, presumably this has come out because of disgruntled girlfriends. I don't know. They're trying to kind of paint it as uh, abuse, um, but they're trying to, uh, and I think it's becoming libelous now. So they each. His lawyers are right. basically trying to clarify this is all consensual. This is just role play in the bedroom type stuff, but yeah. uh, it doesn't look good either way. Uh, to be absolutely, uh, to be totally frank, um, <laughs> right? Well, like I said, why? He, well, why? Tell me, well, tell me more. Well, all I can say is that he's. I mean, I guess it's what you know, whatever you kind of sign up for. But he's definitely sliced someone's skin and drawn blood, to which he probably yeah. sucked the wound. I mean, that's. I mean, but if, I mean, you know, yes, that's weird. But if if that was consensual, so what? I I do agree, but I can see why no one's going to be that interested in kind of hiring that man anytime soon. Really? Um, oh, okay. That's that that's that is weird to me because, I mean, if you'd have said like you know he convinced a woman to like amputate her finger and eat it, like yeah, fuck, that's that's. Oh yeah, that that is extreme. But you know, but I don't know. I mean, for me, the the problem would be like, did he like trick these people into doing this or something? Uh, I don't. I really or, don't. Or, or you know, manipulate them into doing it or something like that. I think that's what they're trying to kind of uh, point towards. But I mean, at this right. point, that's everything I read. Um, I heard there had been some controversy, so I did. A, I quickly gleaned some stuff online, and all the kind of had you know thumbnails were kind of saying the same thing it's like i i they're not really gonna elaborate on anything any further than this so i thought fuck it but uh yeah so that's why i thought i'd uh you know throw him a bone put him in this biopic but um, what i did one thing that i did learn um uh is that um even though he's not likely to be getting work anytime soon doesn't fucking matter apparently he is the sole heir to an oil fucking fortune so an oil fucking fortune. Oil fucking fortune, yes. Right. And, yeah, right, okay. Like, for Tully. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, maybe that's not a very um, generous fortune. Maybe he does need the work. I don't know. Right, okay. I see. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, so you're saying that in your biopic, he is going to play you. Army Hammer is in Army Hammer's comeback. He plays Damien. My life covered in turns. <laughs> yes, because I imagine it. Uh, yeah, because it'll be it'll be disgusting, and he's no stranger to filth. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And what, <laughs> do you want to tell me what happens, or does anybody are you interested in if anyone plays anyone else in your life? Or is it just, <laughs> well, that was is it just a film where it's just you. In an apartment, watching a tumble dryer in your pants, <laughs> eating salad cream off Fritz crackers. Well, that Fritz was just crackers. one room. Uh, that was just one room. I thought that would just be like a, some kind of experimental art house thing. There's like there's no narrative structure or even dialogue. You know, it's just one prolonged shot. It's absolute agony to fucking watch. Um, and of course, I see that and I think, yeah, that's my fucking life. Anyone else, it's just it's Andy Warhol comes out and says it's too far. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, well, thank you very okay, much. Well, I put a lot of work into that. <laughs> good, I can tell. Yeah, I could tell. I could hear like the the ruffling of papers and everything. You obviously put a lot of time into that, as I would have expected. So, anything else to say about your biopic? 
<clears throat> Not just yet. I'd like to hear what uh, what you've got in store um, now. Well, obviously, I was thinking um, Johnny Depp uh, to play you. To play right. me? Okay. Yeah, to, to play you um, uh, and your father. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it would be... It would be uh, I was thinking a combination, actually, of, of Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean and Johnny Depp in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas uh, as your dad and uh, Johnny Depp as Crybaby as you. As Crybaby? Was uh let me just have quickly. Uh... Yeah, have a quick look at that. It's a John Waters film where um, uh, Johnny Depp plays Damien, uh, who is uh, able to summon a single tear at a whim and so seduce all the ladies. I see. I can see why you went with that for me, yes. That sounds exactly like me. You're a master of seduction. <laughs> By who's <Handsome> wrecking <laughs> You are. You're, you're always scoring with the ladies, aren't you, I thought. Uh, is that a joke? No. 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 Well, maybe it's because you're out of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. I see. Um, all right. I'll take that. That's, that's flattering. That's not what I expected, though. Yeah. And... Um, uh, I don't know what the story would be, just, uh, you know, you have a miserable life. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even say it. Oh, you didn't need to. This is why we, you no, know, I, we revived I, I, the No, podcast. I imagine the, the film is about this exact period in your life, uh, and it's like, um, uh, oh, shit, I'm sorry, what's that, what's that film with Walter Matthau? You, you, uh, Odd Couple? Yeah, I do. Huh? Odd couple. Odd couple. Yes, the odd couple. This is the odd couple. Also, like Dennis the Menace. It's it's like that. <laughs> it, it, it's in this yeah. decrepit mansion, and these two people have to live with each other, and they hate each other. Also, a bit of mousetrap. <laughs> um, Lee Evans could be the postman. You don't see him in movies anymore. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't suppose you do. Is he still alive? I kind of think. Well, <laughs> well, you know what that means, Damien. Welcome to Is That Celebrity Dead? Forever. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm seeing here that Lee Evans is five foot nine, but he is not dead. <laughs> oh, okay, right. fair enough. Um, I okay. just figured that um, he has like the heart of a hummingbird or something like that, and it must have burst by now. <laughs> Right, yeah, he sweated himself out of existence. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, uh, and um, shit. I'm very sorry as well. I've forgotten the actor's name. I know you'll you'll know it immediately when I say Pepper Saltzman. Oh, Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Uh, Nathan Lane plays me, and I'm I'm <laughs> popping in all the time, like trying to trying to dispute, you know, sort out the disputes and stuff. And uh, like I, I live next door um, uh, with my wife, and we have this like, like idyllic like pastiche of uh, uh, American sort of like uh, dream suburban life. And uh, my wife is played by a young Dolly Parton. <laughs> uh, Nathan, I mean my wife, Nathan Lane's wife. Of course, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and it's just Nathan Lane, and he's he's in the dressing gown. 
and the chinos and he just acts like Nathan Lane. He doesn't, you know, he's not like me at all. But that's me in there. Just wrestling uh, the flush bucket from either one of us to try and keep the peace. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm thinking, um, so yeah, so uh, Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow is your dad. Uh, the stories about you guys have to live together. Together, You have to mend your relationship and all of that. Maybe, I don't know, do you think we also need something? There's a mouse and you've got to get the mouse or some shit. Uh, like, no, well, we can't what? do that because if there's a mouse, my my dad is only going to rear it and and love it and call it his call it his son after after a certain amount of time has passed. Okay, no, no, so we can't I, be doing that. I, th- I mean, okay, I so might mean... anyway, tear the house apart trying to get rid of this fucking thing because it stole my dad. But uh, no, 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 <laughs> that's not going to fucking fly. <laughs> so, so maybe maybe the the sort of driving force behind the film then has to be something like. Um, uh, you guys, you live on like the opposite wings of this big decrepit house. You know, you only see each other at the breakfast table. Uh, you don't really like each other. Sort of antagonistic. Uh, father, son. You know, will ooh, will they will they bond again? Uh, and then what makes you bond is uh, the the bank's going to foreclose on the house. So what are we going to do to get the X amount of money we need? And Damien decides I will get a job and Miles decides that the walls are filled with precious metals. <laughs> and that that's the conflict because they're not. And it's just him like ripping this house apart as you uh, are like going to a, a chicken factory. Well that's uh, why he's sub- that's why he's summoning these rodents. I mean my, he's not a hands-on man. He's not going to actually apply himself to the labor. No, he's going to enchant the local wildlife to come in and burrow through the walls. Yeah, yeah. And um, occasionally, like, uh, you see you call your mum. It's only, like, a little bit, so she doesn't need to be able to act, but I think your mum should be played by, like, uh, like like whoever the most famous current porn star is. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and really, like, you know, like, like, you got to get the, the... uh, porn makeup artist in and say like you guys uh you hold him back i want her to look like a clown all right yeah this is damien's mum we're talking about she's yeah this is damien's like total mom, yeah. trash yeah i mean <laughs> yeah yeah it it has to be like the drawing of a prostitute from the perspective of an alien <laughs> but she she doesn't act like that or anything that's just what she looks like i imagine she's she's like in Sort of like Senate wear, like she's in a, a maybe a skirt suit, uh, you know, that sort of like, uh, I don't know, like dark cobalt blue that they all seem to wear, you know, despot blue. Um, <laughs> you know, she's got a pin and stuff and she's got her hair in a beehive or, you know, sort of like a, a, a quasi beehive, a Palin-esque sort of thing. Oh, OK, I, I see. I see. Just, yeah. Just, yeah, a, a, a face plastered with slap, absolutely giant sweat of me. But the rest is all business. I've got you. And you, like, ring her up and it's like, Mum, um, uh, Mum, it's really hard to ask, but uh, how do I ask a girl out? And, like, uh, in the back, you know, she's talking to you and in the background there's just, like, she's in the office, but in the background you can just, like, hear beach balls and people laughing and, like, really buff nude men, uh, <laughs> no, like, top, topless men. Like really ripped topless men, like playing in the background and like tugging on her, and 
She's just like, oh, sweetie, you just got to go up to her and be yourself. All right. Anyway, I've got to go. And, you know, like in, in 30 seconds, she's going to be like sucking a dick. Jesus. I just want to I'll, I'll clarify for the record. I'm I'll just, you know. Just clarify for the record. My mother, mother isn't this woman in reality. And we're just painting an elaborate picture for yucks right now. I don't mind trashing yeah, my old man, but my, but my mom. Oh, no. <laughs> she gets No, passed. no, no. I, I mean, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't go into this thinking I was going to say any of this. <laughs> you know, this is just coming out. Oh, um, I didn't think it was a, a, a reflection uh, on my mum. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just for those at home. <laughs> no, I've met your mum like once. <laughs> she, she was so unremarkable, I don't remember anything about her. Oh, oh, no, no, that's no, a, that's no. even worse. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Um, yeah, I'm thinking... Who am I thinking? Um, yeah, that's right. Naomi Campbell is your sister. <laughs> just like f- flinging things at people <laughs> like what just, just things whatever's close to their hand just I don't things, know yeah like yeah like little dogs telephones <laughs> you know, credit cards throwing them like shuriken stars yeah whatever because when when I hear the word fling you know I, I don't think of someone thro- you know, throwing something uh, when I when I hear fling like I flick th- like flick with like, oh, I, I, like I, know, I know I know but what's uh but when I when I hear fling, what I think is someone shooting in their own hands and just kind of, you know, nice flick of the wrist and just, like you fling <laughs> would shit. They, but would they be shitting in their own hands or would they be shitting in a milk bottle to create a tag nut? Ah, <laughs> oh. I remember someone at school saying, "Do you know what a tag nut is?" And I said, "No." And they said, "It's when you, it's when you, shit in a milk bottle and throw it at someone's house, like when you." Like, who's ever done that? Oh, oh, when I do that, like, I've done that many times, but I've never had a word for it. Yeah, I, I mean, the also, etymology I, I of the word is quite bizarre as well. for some reason, I always imagined it being a plastic milk bottle. I don't know why. Obviously, it would have to be glass. Yes, yeah, I suppose we should uh, clarify. We, uh, how, how common are glass milk bottles? Are they a thing at all anywhere where you are? Because I haven't seen them in for fucking years now. But... No. Uh, yeah, I mean, Damien and I come from the old country where well, we did <laughs> magic have, like... men in the middle of the morning, in the early morning, would appear at your doorstep and leave two pint glasses of viscous white liquid. Yes, uh, you know, presumably on your doorstep for, you know. for the public to interfere with. We lived in a country where people definitely wouldn't inject heroin or well, they wouldn't inject heroin. AIDS, pure AIDS. Into, into these things. I mean, they can't exist now, right? Milk bottles. I don't think so. And uh, well, yeah, definitely, definitely not now. But I can't remember when I stopped seeing them. It's got to be a long time. And it's just as fucking well because uh, I believe it was uh, it was my grandparents that set up standing order for this house when I was growing up. So they they had us. They they had them send far too fucking much, and we just have this backlog of milk that we would never never really use and I was the only one that you know I would only use it for like cereal in the morning that was just, that was just kind drinking of drinking milk by the pints just oh no 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 it's it's much much worse like that than that because like I said I think this milk was obviously not treated with preservatives or, or pasteurized or anything like that so when you have like 
you know, we'd have like five or six bottles in there, you know, and I had no idea how long they'd fucking been there. So every morning it was a fucking lottery. Are you actually <laughs> going to have your breakfast or are you about to shit your fucking lungs out? Because some mornings I used to open up that stuff and you couldn't tell until you peel off the lid. Not that right. the smell will give it away anyway, but you could see, you could only see the solids that had formed when you peered down the rim of the bottle into it. And so some of the stuff that used to come out of those bottles, oh, unlike anything i've ever seen or smelled in my fucking life and we're getting we're beginning to paint a, a pattern of neglect yes <laughs> but if i ever you know if i brought you know if i broached uh, uh uh my dad about the topic he would say it's just it's my fault for not rotating it it was down to me it was my responsibility as the only person that had the milk it's like well why do we have so fucking much <laughs> Well, you need like one bottle every two days. Davies, throughout history, milk rotation has always fallen to the eldest son. <laughs> I mean, milk rotation, like what you mean, like pour it out. I mean, what, what's I, rotating I get... it? Like the milkman won't take your undrunk milk. No, I, I mean... Do we need to explain how milkmen work? I mean, because it does, like looking back, that does seem so archaic. Antiquated, yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, they just Basically kind of go the, with like an open-faced van, uh, and they just have these cartons of, you know, these crates of these uh, of uh, milk in glass bottles, you know, each a pint, and uh, they would just go door to door and just, yeah, leave. You know, you'd set up your order, whatever you wanted, gold top or whatever, fucking whatever, and then that, that's what you get. But um, my grandparents decided that we needed two they, bottles a day. The next day they would pick pick up the bottles. Yes, yeah, you leave your empties they would, out, yeah. they take them away, and then. Yep. Ooh. And it, yeah, and, and they they would always do it at you know four thirty five in the morning. So if ever you were up at that time, if you were going somewhere or coming back from somewhere, you'd see them, and someone would go, "Ooh, milkmen are out!" <laughs> like, oh, it's a full moon. Uh, there was a point where you know we'd have so much that we just weren't using. Stop taking it in from the back door, and somehow still the guy didn't get it. Just kept leaving more milk outside. Well, he probably had to. I mean, you bought it. Uh, I, I suppose so. This is what there were just like thirty milk bottles, oh, undrunk, I'm... untouched milk bottles outside. There must have been a point where we will have had uh, over a dozen bottle, a dozen pints of milk on the premises. Yes, and you just couldn't oh. be bothered to even bring inside. Yeah, I mean, what was the point? <laughs> By the time we got to it, yeah. it was all—it was all cheese, the most lethal cheese. That uh, well, you'd, oh man, yeah. The, I don't know if you've ever had uh, milk this off, but it's some of the most disgusting shit you'll ever have in your life. And sometimes oh, I've never, you know, I've never like eaten it or drunk no. it. No, but I oh mean, no, some, yeah, sometimes I. I uh, I would get careless, and I you know I just wouldn't check, and I just you know swig it from the bottle, and then oh my. Fucking god, the stuff that will come out of me immediately! Oh, it's it's like epicac. Nothing like folds you inside out faster than milk that's got that's turned. I mean, I, I, I've never. So what? Would you just chug it and then realize, or what? Yeah, basically, I wouldn't realize until it was like too fucking late. I'm a kid at this point. If that's any, if that gets me off the hook at all, I'm not sure it does. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that that would only need to happen once for you to treat milk or milk in your house with caution. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain it was only once, but I knew it happened once and it was a fucking painful, painful, painful ordeal. But, you know, it, I, after that, I would do my due diligence, of course. And then, but every time I would smell that, you know, it was a trigger. Um, I'm pretty sure I, you know, I wouldn't have to be far from a smell like that for, it to, for me to instantly revisit that 
painful fucking experience. Yeah, just like uh, Orange and Alphonse. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Was that what it was? It was mango, wasn't it? Orange and mango. Mango and Alphonse. He used to cut the uh, Hawaiian Woodrow seeds with. That's 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 a. Uh, I mean, I don't, obviously I can remember what orange juice tastes like, but I'm glad I've forgotten what the taste of those fucking seeds were like. Jesus, that was. I I I never come across something that was like almost painful to taste, because I it felt like mm. I was seizing up um, while I was holding that stuff in my mouth. It's absolutely fucking disgusting. Yeah, when yeah, I guess I'll fill in the listener. Uh, when Damien and I were young, uh, we somewhat experimented with drugs that we could buy legally in Britain um, because we didn't have any connections or friends <laughs> and, or, or, or money, really. Um, and one of them was Hawaiian baby woodroad seeds, which I don't know if they're illegal now, but they were perfectly legal to buy. And they they... They can make you... I mean, I wouldn't say they can make you high. They can make you trip. Mm. Right? Yeah. And um, what you would have to do is you'd have to eat them or, or put them in your mouth, crunch them up and keep them in your mouth for about a minute and, you know, then swallow them. And they would taste absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Um, and, absolutely you know, the reason wrong. the reason they were legal, I think, was because they, they were so unpleasant. Yeah, there's no way you could, like, do them habitually, really. It's just, that yeah, it was just too much. It's far too fucking unpleasant to actually want to do that. We did it because we were committed. Because <laughs> we had committed. nothing else to do of a su- Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> the other, the alternative was Kratom. It's like, that, oh. fuck, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, that was terrible. Mm. I can still taste that. Oh, don't I? Um, I, I'm fine for forgetting the flavour, but I remember how it looked in the class. Coming out that, of me. That, well, yeah, uh, you really suffered from it. I seem to remember oh, that re- yeah, one night. But the fucking silt in that glass. Ooh. Oh, yeah. no, fuck that. It's all yeah, because I I don't know I you know I've heard people talk about kratom and say oh it's it's good. It's meant to be. Um, Oh, I think it was sort of sold to us. Again, it was legal to buy, and that's, you know, we bought it from a, web, a legal website, and that's why we got it. Um, we, it was sort of sold to us as like, oh, it's like a sort of, you know, less potent weed. It, it mellows you out. Right? Yeah. I, I seem to remember having and, absolutely zero success with it. No, it, it was either like we had to smoke like, you know, like 20 joints of it, or... Um, yeah, or like drink a fucking smoothie of it. Yeah. Um, and that in particular was fucking rough. Because I had something like it before in India called Bang, which you like mix into a smoothie or a lassi. Um And that's all silty. And that, it doesn't taste great either. But that, that, you know, that got me high. Like, you know, sort of like weed. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that as a recommendation then. Yeah, I mean, if you ever go again, I, that's legal. I bought it from a government store. <laughs> I drank it in front of a police officer. I was a badass. <laughs> oh no, but I told you about that time. Uh, my dad was at the uh, Indian-Pakistani border uh, in the eighties, and um, 
the I guess it was the Pakistani uh, border guard came up to him while he was crossing and said, "Hey, hey, do you have hashish?" And my dad's like, "No, I don't have any hashish. No, no, no." And the guy said, "Hang on," and he pulls out this massive brick and he says, "You want to buy?" <laughs> <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What were we saying? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> um, at some point, we um, were so yeah, talking if... about um, yeah. my movie. Yeah. While well, you were just sat in your pants watching a tumble dryer. Yes. No, we were talking about uh, your interpretation of it now. Your, uh, your well, casting. Yeah, well, now I'm thinking, yeah, Johnny, Johnny Depp is your dad, but you are played by... Um, Dan Aykroyd. Because <laughs> when when I think of like a schlub hunched over in his undergarments watching a tumble dryer, I think of him. Fair enough. I think he, you know, yeah, he could play that really well. <laughs> yeah, you really know, nuanced sort of sad but sympathetic. Okay. Um, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'm. 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 Uh, I'm. I find that preferable to Johnny Depp um, personally. So yeah. What a. What about if it's a live-action film, um, but you are played by Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh? I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. That is a, that is, yeah. that's a nice sad. fit. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm miserable and hang yeah. up all the time. Yeah. All the time. Okay. All right, we'll pencil all of these things in. Um, and uh, <laughs> right. next time round, you know, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll have roped it, uh, roped it all in and we'll have a more polished product it won't be finished that seems a bit you know ambitious but i think yeah there's, there's something there that we can like legitimately work with yeah and um you know all we've got to do is sort of project confidence to the investors that's the main thing <laughs> you know, as long as they think we know what we're talking about it should be fine it should be fine um, the only hiccup is me projecting confidence, but uh, I guess if you know, I'll, I'll, the, I'll let you take point on that one. I'll just stand at the back. I will. I'll do. I'll do my best not to look at the floor, and I'll just tape up, tape my mouth up. That way, I don't give up the ghost. Should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who would you have play all these people then? So you got Army Hammer for yourself. Uh, if, this is, if this is your take, who would you have? Um, well, actually, Army Hammer was just like my first idea. I thought we'd talk about okay. um, his weirdness. Yep. I thought um, I would go with... Army Hammer, he's weird. He's weird. <laughs> Jared Leto. Discuss. He's weird. Um, I I don't know uh, this actor, for lack of a better word, but I've he has... Uh, in a very smug face, and I thought he'd be perfect. Jacob Tremblay. Um, mm. Are you familiar with him? No, let me look that up. Child actor. I see, if I got the name right. Jacob Trem Tremblay. Tremblay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's four for eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, he's a, oh, he's a Libra. Oh, that would work. <laughs> what? Okay, why? 
I'm looking what? at him, and he doesn't look anything like you. No, but I seem to remember I looked like quite a smug, obnoxious kid. Um, really? I don't think so. Well, I felt like I was a smug, obnoxious kid. Oh. I'd give myself a fucking slap if I ever ran into my child self again. I'd I don't definitely know, I mean, if you're thinking to yourself, I'm smug, that's not smug. <laughs> well, the other reason I thought I'd do it... Uh, oops, sorry. Um... I, the other reason I thought I'd go this uh, this route is that I thought the biopic would um, uh, focus on one t- minor tale of my life um, when I was roughly 15. Um, uh, I seem to remember I had like a, a cold sore at, w- at one point and my dad's girlfriend at the time um, thought she'd kind of help out because I think I wasn't really suffering with it. It wasn't a major one. I think I used to get them on and off when I was a Whatever kid. Whatever happened to her? Yeah, they just broke up and they went their separate ways. Um, Emma. Yeah. Yeah, I remember her. She was cool. Yeah, she was. I mean, fucking I, cooler than Sophie. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, Jesus. She, she had a fully functioning brain for starters. Um, Not an alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, if, you know, emotionally balanced. It's it's wild how appealing that makes you as a human being. <laughs> Not an angry alcoholic. Yes. Um, but she thought she'd help me out, um, even though, I, you know, it wasn't anything too aggressive or anything. It was just like a, I had a small scab on my lip. She mm. recommended, um, I believe it's called Dettol. Um, I thought that right, right? <laughs> right. Like a rubbing alcohol. It sounds like a toilet bleach. I might have the name wrong. I think I remember Dettol. But she gave me cotton uh, butter this, and the idea was just to kind of dab it. So she gives this to me, and then she kind of walks off. Um, just she gets sidetracked by something. She neglected to mention that I'm only supposed to, you know, actually dab it. She comes back like, what, uh, a couple of minutes later, five minutes later, whatever. She realizes that I'm just, I've been sat there holding this rubbing alcohol to my face. She's like, oh, I shouldn't fucking do that. It's like, all right. Oh, it does feel a bit tingly. Yeah, I suppose you're right. The next fucking day, um, (laughs) since I had fucking submerged my face in this fucking crap, um, I had this massive, massive, massive chemical burn across one side of my face that engulfed my mouth um, for the next few days. I, I know over that weekend, I seem to remember it was on a Friday, I had to go into school with this massive rash around my face, which is fucking bizarre. Um, I took the weekend off. My mouth had gotten so dry, it completely seized up. The whole thing, it was just chapped, splitting, bleeding, and what have you. And I thought... Um, that would be perfect for this because I think we have like a sort of toxic Avenger vibe going on and it's an excuse to melt this smug little shit's face. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that, um, yeah, so school days, you know, um, but I thought you (laughs) would be played by Jackie Earl Haley. Okay, let me look at who that is. How is that spelled? Uh... Jackie, uh, uh, J-A-C-K-I-E. Yeah. Earl, um, E-A-R-L-E. Yeah. Haley, H-A-L-E-Y. <laughs> okay. What's he been in? Um, I've, I saw him years ago as Rorschach in The Watchmen. Um, but every time I've seen, I've seen him in a lot of like TV stuff. He's always played these really kind of grizzled, kind of "I'll eat you when you sleep" type characters. Really, <laughs> a really fucking 
nasty pieces of work. And I like the idea of little Jacob Tremblay with half of his face melting off, just go, you know, go, getting about his business uh, around Fanshawe with Jackie Haley <laughs> fucking shit up. <laughs> like it's like it's this kid, and he's basically dressed as the Phantom of the Opera. Like, <laughs> he's got like this mask where you can clearly see he's deformed, and then, and then, then it's uh, grown-up Damien's. And growing up, Damien and George are Nathan Lane and <laughs> Dan Aykroyd with that same mask on. Okay. Yeah. I also like the idea of me played by like uh, uh, Glenn Close. <laughs> okay, explain. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think she could. I think she could probably do a good impression of me for some reason. I, I get that vibe. But then that leads me to, and I don't think he could do a good impression of me. But I would be flattered if he would play me. Um, Paul O'Grady. <laughs> no, I've got it. Richard O'Brien. There we go. In Richard his crystal O'Brien. maze gear. That'd be great. Yeah, Richard. I'm basically. I basically am Richard O'Brien. <laughs> the poor man's Richard O'Brien. <laughs> Oh, I told you, didn't I, that I watched The Crystal Maze out of complete boredom. Oh, yeah, it's The Crystal Maze. I remember this. I used to love this as a kid. Fucking boring. Oh, really? Unbelievably <laughs> boring. Oh, oh we dear. had much simpler tastes back then. Was uh, was Richard O'Brien entertaining, at least? Yeah, he was very entertaining. It, it was almost sort of bizarre how entertaining he was. And then he was like, so, Patricia, you work at accounting. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I don't know what they do to people now to get them like jazzed up. But these people were, you know, obviously, you know, shy and nervous. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it, it was not good TV. The one I watched at all. It was very boring. And and then the the actual like crystal maze challenges were like, right, you got to get this crystal out of this effigy of a crocodile's mouth. Uh, how do you do it? Ooh, gotta gotta think about this for ten seconds. Okay, it involves pumps. And then she's worked it out. She's got to do this series of pumps. Can she do it before the three minutes, you know, times <laughs> out? And that's it. And that's it. And I seem it, to remember that, you know, 90% of those contestants were absolutely fucking rubbish at everything. It was always like, um, like we've got a group this week. We've got a group of Anglican priests. And <laughs> it was always like that, right? Yeah. Or, you know, these people work in an office. I didn't seem to remember the the prizes were pretty shit as well. I seem to remember I saw someone win a bicycle on that. (laughs) Uh, Like, between the group. Not even, like, you've won a a mountain bike, just you've won a bicycle. You've won six hours at a centre parks. (laughs) Not even a full day. Minimum 72 hour. Purchase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you had uh, the prices right, which had the sort of better prizes of a jet ski. Remember I mean, that? yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was, it, uh, uh, yeah, was that Bruce, Bruce Forsyth? Forsyth? Yeah, there yeah. we go. And it would always be like a woman, maybe two women, in like in like a bikini, you know, who looks like she's going to do a pageant, sort of like draped on this jet ski. And it's like no one in Britain looks like that and is going <laughs> to use that. 
Absolutely, yeah. Fuck that. Well, you know, like, uh, kudos for you know shilling out for a fucking jet ski, I suppose. I mean, all these things uh, can't even hold a candle to my favourite, of course, which was Pets Win Prizes with Dale Winton. Uh, the prizes Ooh, would just yeah. be an additional hamster wheel or a piece of plastic tubing to give your gerbil a wonderful fucking time. Now, I don't yeah. remember fucking anything about that game show. What was, what the contest actually entailed, I can't remember. I just remember the name. I remember it being always in this kind of, you know, this is, the set was this nebulous kind of white space. You know, there was nothing I seem to remember. At least that maybe that's when they were introducing them or announcing the prizes or something. But I don't. I remember it taking place in a void. <laughs> I yeah. remember, but I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is that is the worst, the worst <laughs> um, prize I can ever think of. An extra tube for your hamster. Cat. <laughs> he doesn't need any more tubes. This tube doesn't even go. Well, I have a dog. Have a dog. Block it off. <laughs> I have a dog. Yeah, but but the best one was Supermarket Sweep, where the prizes were essentially shopping. What can, what can you loot? <laughs> and it would be like, oh no, Barbara's just filling up her supermarket trolley with beans. What the fuck is she thinking? <laughs> Whereas you know the the guy who knows what he's doing, he's there getting the TVs down in the electronics aisle. But yeah, what a what a sort of sad state of affairs. I suppose so, and I, I guess you know, people were very critical. You know, maybe Barbara just wanted beans. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> maybe she's just filling up her cupboards. She's being practical. <laughs> the weakest link, where these people like endure these rounds and rounds and rounds of torture, and then Anne, what's her name? I was going to say Anne Whittacombe. Uh Robinson. Anne, Anne Robinson says, "You, <laughs> whoever wins the weakest link, will win." One thousand two hundred and ninety-two pounds. You could have got more if you weren't shit. Like it's like you you could win up to ten thousand pounds. Well, like if you have like a perfect game. Like no one's ever got anywhere near that woman. <laughs> You're ridiculous. What are you talking about? Ridiculous. What does that even mean? Absolutely ridiculous. Like all these TV shows would be like you can win a hundred quid. Like for God's sake, give me something. You said you could change my life, Noel. Oh, we get to um, we get to play a bonus round of uh, are they dead or not? Is that celebrity dead? Yes, there we go. Dale Redux. Winton. <laughs> Dale Winton. Right. Oh, I already know. He's he's no longer with us, surprisingly. No. Yeah, a couple of years no, back, not apparently. Dale. Yeah. Barry Moore's good brother. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, he died. He did die. Oh wow! Yeah, he died. He died on April the eighteenth, twenty eighteen. But he wasn't buried until April the twenty second, twenty eighteen. Twenty nineteen. What the hell? He so he wasn't buried for a month. Yeah, fuck it all. Hmm. Do you know why Dale Winton wasn't buried for a month? Could you write it in the comments, perhaps? I like this. People also ask, what happened to Dale Winton? Who did Supermarket uh who did Supermarket Sweep? Is Dale Winton died? <laughs> <laughs> I'll screenshot that for you. <laughs> oh, why sake. does it think when I write Barrymore I wanna know about about Drew Barrymore? No. <laughs> yeah, there's Barrymore. only one. The Barrymore. 
he is still alive because there is no God. Did we ever talk about the Flash game that we were going to make at school? Yeah, go on, tell them about the Flash game we were going to make at school, but it didn't. <laughs> Not the Flash game where you were going to replace all the Doom characters with pictures of me. <laughs> the Flash game where we were going to make a, a top-down... A <laughs> supermarket sweep. I, I guess chased... it was essentially Pac-Man, right? I suppose so, but you were chased by Barrymore. And then we dispensed with the title altogether. It was just Barrymore Watch. Barrymore Watch. <laughs> Even though you weren't really conducting any surveillance on Barrymore at all, you were trying to escape for dear life. Yeah, he was he was going around slapping bottoms. We're gonna be it was gonna be like Pac-Man, sort of, where there was just one ghost. You're Pac-Man. You'd have to eat anything, and there are other like Pac-Man, like NPCs, and Barrymore goes around slapping their bottoms, and your your job is to avoid Barrymore and not get your bottom slapped. And I think it was because at the time he was undergoing some sort of molestation charges or something. Well, yeah, I mean, it was whatever. People went round to his house and um, they were yeah. like, oh, hey, there's a dead body in the pool. What's that about? And he's like, I don't know nothing. I was doing <laughs> cocaine all night. Two busy slapping fan ears. Come on, guys. And I don't mean front bottoms. What, what, what? <laughs> oh, dear. What's this? An unslapped fanny. <laughs> Come here. Spin, spins and videos. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that's a flawless uh, Barrymore impression for those who aren't familiar. <laughs> I don't even remember what he sounded like. Would it sound like that? Yeah, one Barrymore. Was it like that? No fucking idea. <laughs> uh, that's why his career never took off. He was very inarticulate. <laughs> um okay so that's your okay so yeah i i like that jack Earl. what was it jack Earl. jackie, uh, jackie Earl, Earl haley uh, as me as, as yeah. you, you and yeah jacob trembley as the toxic avenger as me cool yes yeah, so my biopic so i was thinking um i think it would be quite funny if uh, you had Chris Hemsworth as me. <laughs> okay. Um, like in the same set, uh, wearing exactly the same clothes, uh, and just like this hulking mass, like talking into the camera and like even reading the same script I used for one of my videos, but he's not doing an impression of me. He's still got the Australian accent. <laughs> okay, I'm following so far. It's weird, but I... I... I like it. That's it. No. That's all I got for that idea. That's just like a little idea out on its own. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was funny. Um, um, yeah, I guess the, the problem for both both of us uh, with our biopics is uh, there would never be a biopic about either of us because neither of us have ever done anything. Um, <laughs> Hence the uh, hence tumble dryer. <laughs> the tumble dryer, yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess uh, for me, we've got to say, uh, I don't know what, like, uh, where would it go? Um, I mean, yeah, for for you for your thing, I, I really like the idea of having, you know, the odd couple madhouse sort of thing. Okay. Uh, but for me, I think it should be sort of like, uh, you know, like a, an exploration of a, a mad person, sort of like a... Uh, almost like a cross between like a uh, that film about Andy Kaufman and um, 
shallow hell. And I was thinking, um, like, it should be about, like, uh, sort of like, uh, you know, oh, this YouTube narcissist. And, like, most of it is, like, maybe maybe it's even, like, me sort of, like, talking to the camera. And when it's, like, me, the way I see myself, I'm played by Raul Julia. But, like, when it's me as seen objectively or by other people, it's played by Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> As you know, as Gomez and Festa. <laughs> oh man! Like, 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 I'm like, I'm really like confident and everything, and then like I look in the mirror and it's Festa. But then instead, <laughs> instead of being like, oh no, I look like Festa, it's it's Christopher Lloyd going, bah! boo. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah, do you like that? I do like that. I like that a lot. Yep. Um, I can tell that a, a touch more thought went into that than what I fucking I brought to the plate uh, this week. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, well, that's why this is only a, a seven-minute podcast because we, you know, so dedicated to the topic. Yes, and our craft, of course. Um, craft. What would our craft be? <laughs> Podcasting. Yes, of course. It's a it's a noble trade. I'll make sure it's in my family for generations. It's better than working, except you don't make any money. Yes, but that's that's in the finer print. We don't talk about you that. Don't need that. We're heading towards uh, a place where no one will need to work. Exactly. Computers and videos will do everything for us, and algorithmic machines that hammer steel flat. <laughs> flat? Why? Why flat? Uh, because it's going in and it's not flat enough, and then you yeah. need to be flat for, um, you know, like you know, really flat-looking kitchen countertops. Hmm. Okay. I suppose you want a bit of a camber to those, don't you? Yeah, a little bit. You know, you need some kind of uh, uh, embossed details there. It's a bit. I'm not talking about details. I'm just talking about you know to get the 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 liquids on the you know to not collect. <laughs> Drain onto the great floor. That's why you have it like a giant spoon, um, but have it designed with a hinge so it can be detached. So once it does collect, you pour it away. Or in my case, you take it upstairs, use it to flush the toilet. You know, make it a multi-purpose kitchen countertop. I think everything in this house should be engineered to flush my toilet, George. I mean, we've got it... kitchen countertops now. <laughs> in the old days, the barbarians used to defecate and cook their food in two separate places. Now we know better with the kitchen toilet. <laughs> the modern barbarians. So, um, so yeah, so it's Raoul Julia and Christopher Lloyd as me. I'm okay. thinking Kathy Burke as my mum. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking Fred Dibner as my dad. Hang on, I need to grab that one up. You don't know who Fred Dibner is? I do now. Okay, gotcha, yeah. Yep. Uh, and I'm thinking for you, what do you think I'm going to say for you? Uh, um, is there something you used to rip the piss out of me on a, with? I feel like there is. And I'm going to feel <laughs> foolish for not getting this. But I'm drawing a blank. Go on, put me out of my misery. No, it's good. It's not bad. It's good. Alan Rickman. <laughs> I will fucking take Alan Rickman. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
And he said, it's a sad Alan Rickman, you know. Okay. He's less sort of like Time magazine and more like, oh, bottle shock. <laughs> bottle shock, motherfucker. Oh, bottle shock, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I, I don't really want to look that gift horse in the mouth. Really, I, I think that's fucking superb. Yeah. I. Uh, uh, so. Um, you'd have to get rid of the beard, though. Uh, okay. All right. I, I'm. Well, you don't have a beard, do you? Do you have a beard? I have a beard. Yeah. Yeah, you have a full beard, right? Ish. <laughs> I yeah. did. I did my best during quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I only know that because you sent me a picture of you. Oh yes, the toast. Yeah, toast. and it's yeah. just fucking sprouting from the bottom. <laughs> yeah, that looked like particularly look, disgusting. <laughs> it looked like a like I. It looked like a big Greek beard. Um, which I was surprised at because I thought you couldn't grow a beard. Uh, it seems to me that I have a very hairy neck. Um, oh God! Yeah, that's the worst place to grow a beard, <laughs> anchor a beard. And no, I've, beard. I've been quite surprised with the results. Although um, my cheeks—that's the one, so many... one part of my body I shave is my neck. <laughs> no, and eventually, I... if I follow in my father's footsteps, it will be uh, my nose as well. I guess. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, not that he shaves his nose, just that he should. <laughs> I mean, I have seen those nose hairs. That is true. Jesus Christ! I know. No, I've been uh, I've been pursuing the neck beard rap because I've also got quite a goiter as well. So I'm just trying to cover that up. A goiter. Um, <laughs> I'm slightly, It looks like I've got a kind of almost amphibious like pouch now. Why? Oh no! Just I'm taking the piss. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen you. Like, have you put on weight? Mm, no. You but said you've taken up running, did you? Yeah, I have, yeah. That's bonkers. Yeah, I know. Why would you do that? I've, well, I've been fed up doing... Yeah, basically. I mean, I, I have, like, weights and shit here, but I figured I'd do the one thing I've never done in my life. And I think I'm quite right to do so. I mean, I went out only for, like, fucking ten minutes. And yeah. I came back with a fucking stone in my chest. I was convinced I was going to fucking throw up. Yeah. I've done it every other day since, and it seems it's, it's getting better, but it's clearly something that's been neglected for a fucking long time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, well. Know. Where did you go? Oh, I just, I basically run the length of this road um, and back. Right. It's nothing glamorous. I wanted, I didn't really want to kind of get, not really get lost anywhere, but I, I knew that, you know, I wouldn't be that far if I fucking gave up, basically. So I kept, I basically did a straight line and back. So I have no imagination, but it works. I don't care. Man, yeah, I. I cannot imagine myself ever going running ever again. Yeah, because you did it. You were quite into it. Well, you weren't into it, but you did it a lot. No, and you did I wasn't like, into it, but I did it a lot. Yeah, I did it a lot. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, I used to run. Um, I used to run twelve times a week. I used to do it twice every day, except for Sundays. Yeah, and you used I, to go for like an hour at a time, at least. I seem yeah. to remember. Yeah, no, it, was, it wasn't an hour. I used to do. Um, like a three mile run, and then I think it was like, yeah, I, I think it was like I did a, a three mile run in the morning, and then I did a six mile run in the evening. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, what was I thinking? It was so boring. 
Yeah, that's what I've got so far. And I'm only out at 10 minutes, you know, 10 minutes at a fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to exercise, I'd probably, like, cycle or something. Um, but even then. Yeah, that's what I, you know, that's what I keep getting recommended every time I talk about exercising outdoors. Because no. I used well, to I'm not do... recommending it, but I'm no, I mean I used to just go like walking and hiking and shit. You know, that's just fine. Fucking just go outside on the on the doorstep and have a fag. Yeah, well, that's what I had been doing for a long time. That's why I thought I might have to fucking change that. <laughs> it's I'm fucking miserable and I feel like shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, yeah. I mean, I suppose if you're not going anywhere, not doing anything. Yeah. But of course, you know, swimming was going to be my fucking thing because when I came up here for the first lockdown, I brought fucking trunks with me. <laughs> wow, what, yeah, what are they like? Are they like budgie smugglers? Oh, nothing like that. I don't have the I don't have the self esteem for something like that. No, I got to, they're basically just trousers, but I've just designated them for swimming. <laughs> A loose denim. What they're trousers? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen people get in. Get in with their fucking socks. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm pretty sure uh, um, yeah, Chris would be in, you know, fully clothed. I don't think he takes his shirt off when he's uh, when he goes for a swim. Why? You think he's swimming a lot? Do you? No, no. Well, of course not. No, but. Uh, I imagine that, uh, I mean, I, this is all hypothetical, of course, but I know that would be something that, uh, you know, he would have done definitely as a kid, probably for more innocent reasons that, you know, his mum would be like, no, you know, because of the sun, if you're not going to wear sunscreen, you have to wear a top in the pool. I just think that if, you know, um, Chris is not going to outgrow habits like that. So even though if he were to go to a swimming bath or beach, whatever, in, even without his mother present, which I'm sure she almost certainly would be, he'd still... <laughs> be kind of hammer and tongs on that t-shirt fucking job he might even you know he might even double down and you know get a bit of a pull some pullover action going on maybe even a turtleneck have you people at home noticed how damien hates fat people <laughs> i don't hate fat people i hate yes, one fat do. person <laughs> because he's fat no not just because he's fat yes yeah, so there's a litany because of reasons. he wants to be your friend all he was was affectionate towards me, and that boiled my fucking blood. It was the most obnoxious affection, though. Mm. Boiled my blood. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. And you really hated him being fat as well. <laughs> I think. It, I think it was like. I think we. Yeah. I don't know. I've been thinking about it, and I think it's like you didn't hate that he was fat. Stop me if I'm uh, if I'm telling you what you think here, but it, it was more that like. Because we, we, we had fat friends, and no one cared. No one said anything, whatever, who cares? But but with him, it was like, he was both obnoxious and had this sort of, you know, like, really not deserved self-confidence. Where, where it was like, you know, you, you should feel a little bit ashamed for being that fat, Chris. Yeah. I, Is yeah. that about it? Yeah, well, I see... For shame! A lot of, um, fat shame! Uh, a lot of what we were doing in our campaign of bullying, I suppose, really, mm, was, uh, was that um, Chris was had this really kind of enviable character trait. I mean, of, a, of never what? seemed to registering any of this kind of uh, uh, well abuse, really, or criticism from anybody. He was just impervious to it. At least, 
no, on, uh, you know, on a superficial level. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we well, dug, we well, dug deeper in the chemistry books, and as it turns out, friends are only friends, George, when they, when it suits them. <laughs> Sax organ organ solo, please. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he'd obviously gotten used to people telling him to fuck off and sort of rejecting his friendly advances. Mm. I mean, so uh, my, my, my point about life. the like the the fat thing is like I think we were just we were looking for entry points really, seeing what sticks, and there's got to be something. I never, that, I never pictured him for being fat. Uh, well, I just know I knew it was uh, you know there were many many jokes such as fat rage and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> well, it was a fat rage. It was. I mean, that's and not that's a joke. Kind that's, of what... that's just a fact of the matter. <laughs> <laughs> He's fat and he was in a rage. <laughs> yes, but it was the way that you uh, threw your arms up in the air and announced <laughs> it to the class. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. What well, was that when was that when he? Fell on the ground by accident. <laughs> oh god, that that shit sucked because that we did that. That happened to everybody, right? I remember that happening to me a couple of times. That shit yeah. used to hurt. <laughs> yeah. But but I I seem to remember I didn't actually do anything, did, or did I? I can't remember. I thought he just like went to sit in his chair and missed and fell on the ground. And was like extremely angry that this had happened because you know he he'd chosen to sit in the middle of, of a classroom otherwise, in a U shape, like right in the middle he was. Uh, the, no, see the way I remember it is that we'd been split up for like groups and stuff because I remember you being oh. at the side of the room, uh, the other side of the room with Chris because I remember just looking over. I may only, you know, it was you, it was you when you announced fat rage that it actually piqued my interest. And I turned around and was like, "What's oh. going on?" And I just see Chris on the floor. Um, and yeah, you've just kind of taken your hands off a chair and throwing them up in the air <laughs> as he's kind of getting back to his feet. He's like, oh, I'm going to get you. So sure you are. Sure you are. <laughs> so I guess going back to the biopic, uh, this brings me to the idea of, um, casting Chris. Like, <laughs> no, uh, a hyper realistic world where, you know, um, you know, it's like gritty and everything, and you play you because what the fuck else are you doing? Uh, and all of that. <laughs> and uh, playing me is Master Shake from Aquatine. Okay. Just as I himself. Mean, yeah. I mean, so obviously, um, uh, live action, uh, you're superimposed in there. Do I have. No, it's, any... a, it's a real living milkshake that we'll have to build. It's an animatronic. <laughs> okay, fine. It um, can't move. I'm always I've... just stood still. Because I was wondering if it's something that I have any awareness that you're there. I mean, it could just be the story <laughs> of you, you just in essentially in limbo. You're it's desperately like you're trying to judge our binks all the time. <laughs> desperately trying to reach out, and that's, that's why you've taken the form of Master Shake is you know essentially a, you know, a brain for my attention, and it's just falling on deaf ears. <laughs> like I could have chosen any form, and I chose to be that. You would choose to be that. <laughs> Don't sound so incredulous. <laughs> I'd like to know how it worked. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I suppose, um, you know, the whole thing about a biopic as well is uh, they're sort of ultimately depressing, right? Because, you know, usually they're the story of someone's life and that ends in their death. Um, and even when they're not that, they're sort of depressing. Like the Aviator, the Howard Hughes biopic is essentially... 
yeah, he did this and this and this, and then uh, we're not going to show you the rest because that's when he started to piss in milk bottles. <laughs> that's what you came here to see. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to see a bit of that, to be honest. I was like, oh, he's not going to wear Kleenex uh, boxes on his feet? I said hop in. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, I mean, that's I a real know, lovely you, model, Mr. Burns. Model? Can you think of any biopics that aren't like sad like that? Like even sort of fictional biopic type films, like Bicentennial Man. <laughs> Hang it on. ends with him dying. Yeah, so I, I, I can't really remember. Is that... I always remember the poster being fucking weird. Robin Williams is a robot in that one, right? Is that correct? Robert is a robot, yes. He's a robot that wants to be a dude and slowly over time becomes said dude. And, um, you know, then when he finally becomes human, he dies. You know, as and he knows this is going to happen. Well, like immediately. <laughs> it, 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 I, I seem to remember... It's been a long time since I've seen it. I seem to remember it's like, well, you know, over the years... You know, he becomes, he's 100% robot, and then he's 95% robot, 5% human. And, you know, as he does this more and more, you know, he starts to age and suffer the effects of being human. And then it's like, okay, you're you're in your deathbed. You're 95% human uh, and 5% robot. And if I flick this magic switch and the 5% robot becomes human, uh, you will be human at last, but you will die because you're 200 years old. And, uh, yeah, that's what happens. He dies. Fucking hell, that sounds miserable. It is kind of sad, yeah. I mean, yeah. I seem to remember. Um, <laughs> I don't remember that being a yuck fest. Someone needs to come up to me and go, like, you, uh, you want to be human, right? Because, um, you know, they're you know, self-determining and everything, yeah? Well, well, so are you. So, you know, don't worry about it. Like, why yeah. do you want to be human, dude? You're a robot. But you can think. You you have the mind of a human, but you're a robot. Accept it. Okay, so your biopic is slowly kind of steering towards just bullying Robin Williams, the robot. <laughs> just stay as a robot. Like, now, I, no, I can't remember. Does he see you him. as Christopher Lloyd or I'm trying Lloyd to get him to accept who he is. <laughs> yeah, but you don't do it with, you know, uh, softly squeezy kind of tactics. You're really fucking harsh. I'm having a sword fight with him. <laughs> Where no, he doesn't have a you sword, are brandishing he's just using sword his metal and forearm, and I'm just <laughs> thwacking him. Robots do not become men! That bot is shocking. <laughs> Crew? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know, discuss. Can you think of any biopics that aren't sad? I can't think of anything off the top of my head at all. Can't think of any biopics. No, no thinking about uh, this at all. <laughs> what did you expect? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be quizzed on this. I just thought I had to cast my parents. That would be it. <laughs> and that's what I've accounted for. <laughs> no one else. I'm assuming I don't have children or anything. <laughs> no, I mean, I was or pretty generous. Significant I... interaction with other people. Not at all. Not... Oh, come on. You know it's me for fuck's sake. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. I was I was thinking that um, in mine, my uh, the antagonist of my film, like my rival, like Pokemon style rival, uh, could be Pro Jared. <laughs> All right. Now, what what kind of? So you're saying uh, Pokemon type rivals? So what you? Poach local wildlife, and you have them do battle. No, I, ju I, ju I just mean because in in that game, you know, 
you have a rival all the time, right? Who's basically you doing exactly what you're doing and because of your rival. <laughs> but, but better, yeah. So well, that's yeah. naturally why you pick Pro Jared. <laughs> yeah, because because as you know, he uh, blows your I channel out of the fucking water. An enormous amount of crossover <laughs> with Pro Jared. You know, um, not everyone who watches Pro Jared watches me, but everyone who watches me watches Pro Jared. Of course. Uh, you know. I know you've got like a Sailor Moon costume somewhere in that place. <laughs> I was just about to say, go on, say something. <laughs> I was just about to say that. I mean, I haven't looked, I don't think I've looked at anything Pro Jerry related since that evening where we discussed that unfold. Well, what are our conclusions with the. I mean, not that I'm particularly interested in getting into uh, that, but we were like, oh. Uh, okay. We were kind of. I I think the uh, our the consensus was it wasn't shocking that he's a fucking pervert. Was that? But was he? Did, did we even conclude that he was a pervert? I mean, it I was don't just, know. That Sailor uh, Moon yeah. thing was was, was enough. And I, I don't think there's as much kind of playful humor in that as you know people are trying to say. I think that's just the thing. Yeah, but so what? Yeah, and army hammers over there eating, you know, eating ribs. <laughs> Preferably pro Jared's. It's fine. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. <laughs> I didn't mean to bring this up to hate on pro Jared. I, I mean, I don't know the story behind it. Or that I don't care. Yeah, I, mean, I guess I not. I don't watch him anymore. You know, just because I don't. I don't. You know, just don't. Nothing to do with anything like that. You know, just stopped being interested in watching stuff about games. I guess you know. See now, now I feel. It's not bad. like he stopped being interesting. I just, you know, just stopped being interested in that. Fair enough. I, I'll tell you so, what. I'll just, I'll, I'll so mind I just, my I own business. I can just see the pro Jared lawyer line. Come, no, I was just, no. <laughs> I mean, is he is he back? Oh, I've no fucking idea. Oh my god, bro, Jared's back. <laughs> He's giving him the chair. No, the reason I brought up Pro Jared was I remember joking with you when I first started my YouTube channel, should I call myself Pro George? Of course, yes, you did. <laughs> um, that's why I brought it up. And yeah, that brings me back to the biopic because I was also thinking, uh, who should play me? Uh, none other. Uh, and it should be like throughout the entire film. This is a film about my entire life, whatever that may entail. But... From birth to death, it is played by a 15-year-old Mussolini. <laughs> ah. um, yeah, and that got me thinking about the channel art. You know, the Mussolini. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I still occasionally get people asking me about that. Oh, yeah? That's, well, uh, what, anything positive? Yeah, it's usually like, hey, uh, uh, you know, I like your videos. Uh, you're not a Italian fascist, are you? <laughs> sort of thing. I've got reasonable things to ask, really. Yeah, Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I guess I was thinking about, I got onto the Mussolini playing me, sort of partly because I love the Alexi Sale bit where he's talking about looking like Mussolini as a child. <laughs> uh, and like trying to use it as some sort of leverage, um, but um, yeah, I I don't know. Like I I just sort of started wondering, like oh, you know, the whole muscle, uh, the whole um, channel trailer. Like I I really like it. I think it's funny, and I was like trying to think, like why 
what is funny about it? Because <laughs> I, I remember someone asking me once, like, oh, why did you do that? You know, and I was thinking, like, yeah, why did I do that? Why is it funny? It's hard to explain why it's funny to me. It, I guess it's like, uh, um, the, well, the channel banner, it's, it's basically my face where Mussolini's face is meant to be on the somewhat famous photograph of Mussolini's fascist headquarters in 1930s Italy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I asked Damien to draw me like that. And you obviously thought, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I, I, guess it's, I guess it's like the combination for me of like looking at that, like this, you know, this building in Italy that is the fascist headquarters in, in something like 1934. And it's got this like 3D rendered, like almost like Big Brother face of Mussolini on it with CCCC behind it. And like behind, ne the next door building is like a an ice cream parlor or something. <laughs> and it, it's just this weird combination of both being like incredibly, incredibly like over the top hilarious and terrifying. Yeah, I think that, that I think we agreed that it was a very fucking powerful move. I mean, it's like there's no fucking around. You know what that man's about when you see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like there's a there's a sort of disturbing level of self-awareness in in someone who otherwise did not seem to appear to be very self-aware and you know came across as as pretty mad. Yeah, well it could just be his marketing department that have their shit together. <laughs> yeah. They never know. And um yeah, and obviously, you know, that sort of, you know, extreme element of narcissism over it. And it just seemed fitting for a YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's your critique of uh, the YouTube community at large, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know why I wanted to talk about that. I just, yeah. Mussolini. Yeah, Mussolini is me, and then Hitler is you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Child Hitler, though. Child Hitler, before he's done anything wrong. Like 14-year-old like Hitler. You know, we're both in short shorts. <laughs> oh, man. So Not like, short shorts. I meant, no, I didn't mean short shorts. Like hot pants. <laughs> yeah, I know what short shorts are. I didn't mean, I didn't mean short shorts. I meant like uh, short trousers. Yes. Shorts. Yeah. You know, we'd romp through the fence and spinnies, of course, like we did in our youth. Yeah. What's the point doing that if you're not going to get Lyme disease? course yes it's well that's it's the element of risk that which is what made that appealing otherwise you're simply romping and that's just, just... Sk skipping through a bog yes i don't i mean i don't need to simply tiptoe through the tulips i need to know i'm being chased by a large beast and then again if you live in sirencester i mean i can't, <laughs> I can't imagine can't imagine sirencester is very different from where you live to be honest like i imagine you know it's sort of like oppressively boring Yes, absolutely. I mean, if uh, if Skinner was, you know, uh, getting about town there, then it couldn't have been too lively. If he was going around preparing unforgettable luncheons. <laughs> but he's not. He has his own life elsewhere. And you've been left behind. Not far from the Sainsbury's you used to work in and will one day work in. And oh, I don't. In. Don't, don't. I mean, that's what starts to be on my fucking, like, shame and depression spiral uh, uh, 
just depression spirals at this point. I go out for a walk and then I end up like, you know, walking past the old school. And it's like, Jesus, I haven't moved on from fucking anywhere. It's all still here and I'm still here. And you'll be 40 years old and people will be able to walk up to you and go, excuse me, where's the utterly butterfly? <laughs> You're the... It's you. <laughs> You've never learned. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I mean, is that on the cards? Job at Sainsbury's? Uh, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's uh, it's running out of cash. Need cash. I mean, I know the job. I always, I, you know, they, they gave me a. <laughs> you wanted to retrain. Yeah, exactly. You know, I can. I mean, that's how I'll pitch it. They won't have to waste any money on that. And I'll remind them uh, of the glowing references they gave me when I left because I was a model employee. Yeah, I mean, when when you went. Uh, and you know, transferred down to the London Sainsbury's, the one and only. Uh, they put you straight on the help desk, didn't they? Because of your clear, articulate voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In comparison to the rest of their workforce. Yeah, relatively. Present. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm sure it was in there once. I heard you come and I went like, you said like, uh, well. Uh, Good evening, everyone. There's um, we've got a, sp- a special offer. You know, we do these special offers sometimes. It was like that. It was oh great. yeah, there, there was uh, there was one where I completely fucking shit the bed. They, <laughs> That's when we came it... came up with the idea to do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if the Tannoy had two people? Oh, Jesus. There's, yeah, no, there's one where I completely wiped out on the mic. And they asked me to kind of say, announce that they were opening up uh, uh, till somewhere else just to kind of help regulate traffic. But, you know, they, they you weren't really given a script for any of these things. But there were like a few kind of regular messages. And you um, so you just, you know, practice them off and you'd reel them off effortlessly. Well, not effortlessly, but, you know, like, all right, we're closing in 10 minutes. Gather your shopping, that kind of stuff. This stuff, uh, what they asked me to, they asked me to kind of specify three to four different things, and I ne- and they asked me to piece that together in this long <laughs> diatribe, or, you know, on the fly. <laughs> it shouldn't really be a problem for anyway. But I just Tesco's in this. But for whatever reason, I just got in, got into this thing, and I just completely blanked. And I swear to God, I literally went. Uh, across the fucking tunnel, <laughs> and I didn't, you know, I, 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 one of the this girl that I was working with just kind of watched and thought it was fucking hilarious. I didn't like regain uh, anything after that. I just stopped and I didn't try it again. <laughs> so someone just kind of went, "Well, what we're doing is," um, and then just that was it. Oh, so you didn't no do, further I information. I you were no, that there no were second attempt. <laughs> I, I thought you were saying that there were people shopping, and then they just suddenly heard, uh, <laughs> and then that's it. But you were saying you started. I started, went, but I didn't. I less than ten words before I completely fucking shit the bed. <laughs> and that was it. And I seem to remember no one else, you know, took it upon themselves to kind of actually pick up the mantle and tell them what they needed to know. You know that was it. <laughs> we just left. We cut the uh, cut cut them loose. Didn't bother um, trying to move the traffic over to wherever it was or whatever we were doing. I can't remember. That was it. We just a special offer on Kumshad creams and pingus. 
Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I imagine it would be nerve wracking. <laughs> oh, I mean, no, seriously. I mean, I mean, you know, not not for either of us now. You know, now we've we're at a point in our lives where we just do not give a shit. Uh, but <laughs> that's the only know, noise that... I would make on a tannoy now. <laughs> Maybe some heavy heavy breathing. The management has made a fucking mistake giving this job to me. <laughs> Be very clear with the explicit language as well. Because it was Chiswick, and they, you know that would cause a furore. Oh my, who could possibly... <laughs> it's like that guy, we, 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 uh, we, were, we, were, we were shopping there, we were at the checkouts, and that we were like stood two feet from a guy, right? And he asked us to back up several times because... I, his assumption oh, yeah. was that we were trying to get his card details. Oh, for fuck's sakes, dude. Get his like, PIN number, which I would then do what with? Exactly. And so we're going yeah, to acquire that weird. card. It's not The problem is that we're probably beating the living shit out of you, not that we're going to take the card, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. And it seemed I to the first time we were quite amicable. So, all right, fine, just kind of turn away. But apparently we weren't far, further enough away. So within like another 10 seconds. But this time his his tone was really quite pointed. And it's like, he does it again. He's like, <laughs> we could be going to jail this evening, Damien. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, I seem to remember not being that happy about that. I no, you. I seem to remember you were fucking furious when we left that shop. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like he like he turned around. It's like it wasn't like 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 staring at the card reader. It was probably like looking at my shoes or something. Yeah, exactly. What and I seem to remember the proximity was shouldn't have been an issue. It's no. like that was unusual. Yeah, yeah, unusual. An unusual hoity toitiness in that store, which yeah. is frequented by um, Colin Firth's wife, who owns uh, or did own a uh, claptrap store on Shizukai Street somewhere. Mm. Did you know? Did not. Now I feel mm. all the better for knowing that. Thank you very People much. People used to see him in that Chiswick sub, um, substation at Chiswick uh, Sainsbury's. I remember uh, seeing... Uh, isn't Hollywood. that interesting, listener? Oh, it's almost as interesting as this. I saw Hollywood used life. To, used to see Adrian Childs there, which I'm sure no one knows who that is. But he was briefly... Adrian Childs used to live in the building of the man oh. I used to know. Who lived near there? But the small man and used to look. <laughs> yeah, that's one. And um, he used to come in and out of the gate sometimes and hold the gate open for me and Aww. look. Meh. Very. And I fucking gentleman. had dinner with the Welsh woman who uh, replaced Christine Bleakley. Oh, okay. Well, well you most famous just... for her awkward interview with Bruce Willis. I did not know that. Okay, cool. They were all banging each other. <laughs> I, I got from it. Oh, nice one! Because yeah. <laughs> I was there with the camera. I just looked across from the balcony, and that's and there they were, everything hanging out. <laughs> they, were, they weren't having sex; they just all stood around. Yeah, yeah, just I... yeah. You know, nothing's going on. Nothing. I mean, untoward by some of the standards we've discussed this evening. They were just looking really intently at each other's genitals, but you know, k- keeping a healthy like. Four or five feet distance we're just apart. Storing up the memories for later. <laughs> yes, the spank bank. Lovely. This one will have its own deposit box. <laughs> but the, there were happier memories, though, at that Sainsbury's. Remember Azar's Wares? Yes, Azar's Bazaar. 
Azar's Bazaar. We used to know a gentleman called Azar, uh, who lived there. He, oh, what a what a lovely man. What what a what a sorry tale all that was. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember some of it's coming back to me now. Yeah, he was obviously he, used to give us the most delightful deals on the food, but you got to know him quite uh, I got to know personally. Him yeah, yeah, he he was a, a Pakistani guy who. Um, spoke like immaculate English and was clearly well-educated. And I don't know why he'd come to live in Britain at some point in his life, but he had. But in Pakistan, he was like a senior marketing director. And in Britain, he was stacking shelves in Sainsbury's. And Yeah. And like, I don't know, like talking to him, it, it was, you know, I don't know, I just felt bad about that. But I got to know him really well, and he was in charge of uh, the reduce section. Yes. <laughs> And that sustained us for a that long did, time. Absolutely, it did sustain it did, us. Yeah. I mean, we, I think we've already talked about the you know the Terry's chocolate oranges and everything. Do you want to give it another go? You know, we're at two hours. What's what's wrong with rehashing shit? <laughs> People listening to this aren't conscious by now. Yes, the uh, absolutely the ter- the chocolate orange was quite a steal. <laughs> it was such a guilty secret as well. It's like, oh well, hmm. All right, if they're here tomorrow, we'll do it. Needless mm. to say, we come back. It's like, oh my god! Now, what was it like? Fifty p, something like that. Maybe even less. <laughs> so chocolate got, like, orange is usually about three pounds, and then we saw them for like eighty p. Like, it was all, less all, like, than loads that because we got and then like, it went down. We got like fifteen of the fuckers, and that's basically what we ate for the next week. It was like being introduced to like a super remedial stock market where you're, you're waiting for the price to go down, but so are other people. So like, well, I'm, it's 50p today. I'll buy four. Okay. So, okay. So tomorrow, today now. Okay. So it's 40p. Okay. So should I, should I wait? Should I buy anything or should I buy all of them? And then the next day it's 25, but there's less and less. And then, yeah, we were buying them for like 15p at yeah. the end. I mean, we were buying like 20, 20 pound, not twenty pounds, twenty pounds. Uh, birthday cakes for like two pounds. Oh yeah, that, that's 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 the what. I'll try that again, shall I? Um, that's no. what I remember. <laughs> it's staying in. You sound like Stay a prat. <laughs> um, it was yeah, it was the Batman birthday cake. That's the one that I remember because we <laughs> basically just <laughs> bifurcated we buy, like, that. Well, I maybe I don't, but I just remember there was one night at. Uh, at the small man's uh, place where we got absolutely off our fucking tits. And what we decided <laughs> to do was basically just bifurcated this cake, really dispensing with the notion that we're only just going to have a bit. We each had half of this birthday cake each, right? And I, I presume covered quite in a cream. small. It wasn't covered in cream. We had a like a quite a deep dish, right? Yes. And we basically put the cake in and then just complete, almost completely submerge it in cake. Uh, cream, or sorry. Not- I remember, like, uh, like the we did this several times with different cakes we would buy, and getting into the groove of, you know, I'm just going to dispense with the sponge because it just tends to mush instantly and it's empty calories. All I want is the thick as fuck icing, yeah, just just sat, just just essentially like a, a an unrolled roll of icing, uh, in uh, pure cream that is going to, you know, be legally unsellable in. A matter of hours. That is what I'm going to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yep, it's no. that or the Ritz. Yep, and we had rules. You know, we'd steep it in the cream f- uh, first because rules. Yeah, there was a, there was a way. There was a there was a way of preparing it. You know, yeah. <laughs> a preparation. That's the one. 
Yeah. No, we liked it at a certain kind of texture and viscosity. You know, once it, that that sugar started melting into the cream, that thickens up ever so slightly, and that uh, and the icing itself is easily it's just mush. It's perfect. <laughs> I call it hypergruel. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I yeah, I'm surprised. You know, we I, there wasn't some kind of diabetic shock really. <laughs> Because I mean, I've often, like, I've right? often thought, going back to the Hawaiian baby Woodroad seeds, that like I'm going to suddenly wake up and be 23 again in that flat, <laughs> and we like fuck it out. All right, okay, well I better get to work then. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for that. So maybe yeah, but I, I suppose I could be in a diabetic coma. Yes, <laughs> I do have that nightmare that this is all Jacob's ladder, <laughs> and I'm still on that fucking mattress on that floor. Running back and forth between the uh, bathroom, cons- cons- convinced I can taste copper because somehow my insides, I think, are melting because I'm a prat. <laughs> They're rejecting the poison. Ugh. Man, that sh- that I hated that fucking stuff. Yeah, oh, it was, was r- the longest night of my fucking life. <laughs> Which one? Oh, because well, we <laughs> all we, of them. Uh, well, no, there was because we started in small doses, right? We worked our way mm-hmm. up, and then there was a point when, and the dose was twenty-one seeds, and that was the night that I thought I was dying. <laughs> oh, I took twenty-five. Oh yeah, no, you you didn't have as much trouble with all any, uh, with that stuff as I did. I mean, like a lot of that stuff. I mean, I don't, I don't typically smoke a lot of weed that heavily because I get fucking paranoid so easily. I can't yeah. re- really relax into it. And it's the same with. Same with this. I just fucking went berserk. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Good times. <laughs> those, those, yeah. It's like out on the stairs going, George, you must make sure you don't let me fall asleep because I'll never wake up. <laughs> yeah. And then you got annoyed there. that I was trying to do that because uh, I remember putting on um, Gary's mod. Um, oh yeah, and that was, that was and you were like, like no, it's freaking too... me out. Yeah, it's like too frightening for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, but... no. I I didn't even consider it, but when you said it, it was like, okay, yeah. Um, let me think. And then it's like every Simpsons episode I picked was always like the one with Homer's face melting off or something, <laughs> like an exceptionally dark one that I'd forgotten or something. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Um. You know, on the whatever the. Uh, Psychonaut website or whatever where they were talking about these this stuff and it was recommending doses like 25 was like the maximum like and I remember written you know the description they put was you know don't do this yeah and that's why I did it and it was great it was great I could still feel the fucking itching behind my eyes oh man don't oh, oh it's just oh. oh no I hated it I fucking hated it oh. sorry I've got I'll stop making these weird noises. It just it brings it out of me. It brings it out of me. I'm glad we that used that... to we used to wash the seeds down with uh, orange and Alphonse juice, as we said earlier. And that's why, uh, even though I like him, I do have a slight oh, like fuck. internal cringe when I see Alphonse Riviera, <laughs> or just or just the Fresh Prince. That's why. Absolutely, yeah. Was it didn't it used to be that we'd grind them up and then we'd steep them in the orange juice. Right, for a little while. Oh, was it? Yeah, was it? something. Okay. Well, we tried it a few different ways because, like, fucking chewing on them and just eating them was not going to happen. 
we tried that and I think we almost we almost brought it straight back up. It was fucking foul. We I think we read that yeah, maybe you can kind of break it down in a liquid and then swish that around your gums. And it'll it might absorb it through the blood vessels, which I think we, try, I think that's what works. That's what we did, as as I remember it. Oh, and and, and it was like if you were particularly brave, you'd actually swallow the mixture because the idea was you spit it out. Oh, yeah, I would swallow it, and then you know you'd you'd be you'd feel really ill, wouldn't you? That was the problem. Yeah, and and that would happen because we would do this, and then we would go to Morrison's to buy some shit, and. At if... Morrison's is when you would start to feel really ill and like have to crawl home. That was part of it, was like being outside Morrison's. And even though it, our flat was like, I don't know, a thousand yards oh, yeah, away, it was, it, it was, was like, oh! It was a oh. nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I was just thinking as well, uh, another person who I would like to play me in my <laughs> biopic. Um, okay, so actually two people. Um, Ron Howard's brother. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Clint Howard, right? Yep, Clint Howard, yeah. He could play me growing up. And as a kid, Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> of course, because that, that's the size you were when you were a child. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, um, a younger Warwick Davis or as he is now? You know, we just we throw in the part now. I don't know. I mean, would a younger Warwick Davis... Like, if Warwick Davis was eight, what size would he be? I mean, because he's... You know, I guess he's the size of an eight-year-old now. So when he was eight, would he also be that size, or would he be, like, very, very small? I don't know. I Was he like... I mean, when he was eight, was he like Tom Thumb? It's a very good point that I've never considered until this moment, but I don't suppose I've ever seen... A baby little person. Yes, uh, people born with dwarfism uh, sometimes. I guess the PC thing is to call them little people, even though I find that sort of. I find that yeah, I, I imagine that incredibly be... condescending. Yeah, exactly. I, whatever, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you never see a little one. I mean, sorry, you never see a baby one. <laughs> you never see a kid one. It's like pigeons. Have you ever seen a pigeon egg? No, they don't exist. They're just like a, an immortal entity that have always been here. They do because I remember when we went with Big Trev uh, to the oh, uh, photography <laughs> He got we one went... at two hundred yards with his umbrella. <laughs> yes, he he went to he went to the church to take photos with us, and like he he like like he knew what it was. Like he could smell it. He like broke off a fucking. <laughs> I uh, smell fear. A, a, a pine <laughs> fir, um, you know, of this tree, and there was like a pigeon uh, with some. Um, eggs and the pigeon flew off in distress and he fucking crushed the eggs under his heel and then th- launched his closed umbrella at this pigeon and skewered it. I don't remember like, the eggs. I just bit. hate pigeons. Yeah, Jesus. And I seem to remember the way I imagine, uh, I remember it, is that when he launched this umbrella, it was with a perfect uh, uh, javelin form as well. And I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> like if that Olympian. man had, like, yeah, had yeah, competed in the like the, the Olympics some point in the late 70s or something. <laughs> I mean, what, was it because the pigeons were in the way? Like, he's been t- taking photography well, students up to this church for 20 years to take photos, and he, it, he looks through these photos, these kids have shitly taken of this church, and goes through them, and there's like, that's not very good, there's a pigeon in it. <laughs> 
I mean, I'd love to believe that was the case, but you know, you'd never get a critique like that from that man. Because <laughs> I tell you exactly mathematically why it was shit. <laughs> I remember. I remember because we, we did photography at school, which sounds very lardy da, and was, I guess, but yeah, it was it was a small class for a big school, and um, I don't know, there were thirty kids doing it in the year, and like twenty six of them were doing it because they couldn't draw. And they had to do this or art. Is that is that fair to say? Yep, absolutely. And um, and our teacher, Big Trev, knew this and had given up on life uh, <laughs> long, long before we met him. Um, and, and to be fair, yeah, I mean, the, the pictures he would get would be like, yeah, go out and take a picture of a church. Go out and do some interesting stuff with reflections. And and it would be like, here's a church. And it's like, well, but there's a there's a... There's a telegraph pole in front of the picture. Oh well, yeah, but there's a telegraph pole there. Well, well, go go to another angle. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he didn't do a lot of teaching, so. Are we talking about the, the swings and roundabouts? That that, uh, that first uh, first term, first two terms, whatever it was, where nothing <laughs> but dictation years. was was absolutely perfect. I mean, if you don't, if that's not a thoroughly an uh, an attentive syllabus that he's uh, uh, constructed, I don't know what is. Yeah, I mean, it, it was all the information. It was just, you know, an appalling way of teaching it. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they really sucked. I forget what it felt like when my hands used to fucking ache in those lessons, just writing ceaselessly yeah, throughout those lessons. And I couldn't tell you, you know, at the end of the lesson, I couldn't tell you what I'd written. I was just, you know, keeping up with writing. I guess the inf- yeah the inferences it, that you it would take it away. It sounds like we're sixty years old when we say stuff like this. It does. It does feel like this should be on like a chalkboard, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember you know we were we were doing photography with film and developing film, and I can't imagine that's going on anymore in you know in schools that are teaching it. No, of course not. No. No, I mean, why why would it? I suppose. I mean, I guess I, I, I don't want to say I feel lucky, but I'm glad that I got to kind of learn how to use that stuff. I couldn't use it now, why? Of course, but I did kind it's of learn the. It's easy. It's easy. You just you know, develop, right. wash, fix. All the right. hard part was getting the thing open. I seem to remember. Yes, I see. Yeah, and that was like the own. He tried to manufacture that into fun. I seem to remember. He'd uh, he'd give you the spool and the film, what have you, and you'd have to load it in the dark. And it was a didn't they do, didn't like didn't he do time trials or something like that? And for yeah, some people, it was a fun. real it was a real point of pride. And I, I I say that of course because I was rubbish and my time was fucking atrocious. So of course, I'm thumbing my nose up at it because I was shit. But still, the people so, that were good at it were far too smug. If you ask me, you're, say, you're saying that if you were good at it, you'd be saying it was a really important skill, and you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be saying suck I, it, I was George. A master of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like that time, I wanted to bring this up uh, in your biopic because it definitely <laughs> should be in there. Uh, like that time when, um, like years and years after school, uh, we were talking about like the cool kids in school, and I was like, oh, I didn't want to hang out with those, and I never really, you know, got it, and that's why I didn't. And you were like, oh no, I I wanted to, but I just couldn't. Do you remember saying that? I don't remember saying that. Um... Is that is that how you feel, or how you felt? I'm mean, sure that's not how you feel now. No, yeah, I can't imagine ever uh, really thinking that. Um, I don't yeah, well, we didn't have any cool children. Well, yeah, and I 
can't really children remember. can't be cool by definition <laughs> <laughs> they can't smoke they can't drink they can't ruin a vote <laughs> very good point um yeah i can't remember uh, i don't remember ever really caring about that shit that's why i hung out with no. you <laughs> yeah. that's right i was the cool kids <laughs> I'm not going to pull at that thread. You're absolutely right. <laughs> it's what you said, sir. I I I don't know. I mean, it it so it baffles me when I watch um. You know, I mean, it's all American stuff, isn't it? You know, high school films or films that have that. I mean, our school wasn't like that. They didn't have cliques and stuff. Whatever, we don't need to talk about that, who cares? <laughs> I like how you gave up on that. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, am I right in thinking that there was there was definitely like a social divide in terms of class? Because they're definitely like the scruffy kids would always be with the scruffy kids and then the kind of preppier people kind of would yeah coalesce amongst themselves. Or am I just making that shit up? You know, I... I think that you are absolutely right, and I don't think I'd ever actually thought of it in those exact terms. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, I guess there was, huh? Well, why did you hang out with me then? Because we were, we must have been. I mean, I for that school, I was a poor kid, right? I suppose so. Yeah, I was on free school meals, so uh, yeah. I mean, you know, my previous school. You know, I think most of the school was on free school meals. But I mean, I, I I did home lunch because my dad wouldn't give. I said he wouldn't give me money. It's just I don't think he either thought or had anything to give, really. <laughs> yes, so, your dad wasn't going to make you anything or give you any money. Well, yeah. I, mean, I must have I not, don't know not as an active fuck podcast, you, but yeah. again, just through neglect. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast before, but I, I was definitely making like pack lunches for me and my sister when I was like eight years old because. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell! No one else. And that's why I called you fish and chips. Oh, um, bringing it right back round. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. So yeah. Well, why were you? I mean, yeah, there was a class divide. Tell me more, then. Go into uh, that. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What I, I thought I was making it up a second ago, but uh... no, I think you're absolutely right. I never, never thought of it like that. But yeah, I, I guess. I mean, it was predominantly middle class. And I, surely some of the forms were kind of organised that way as well, right? Jesus Christ, you're absolutely right. Because uh, yeah, what, yeah, because G, yeah, they were all G, the, yeah, they were all the working class kids. Jesus Christ, you're absolutely right. Ah, that's fucking disgusting. Fuck me. Oh man. Yeah, and they didn't know what to do with me, I seem to remember, because, uh, like, I guess I was a fairly willful child uh, who, I don't know. I was, from, I was from, you know, the dirty city that most of them weren't from. Most of them were from the clean little town. Yeah. Know, you, tell, you tell me, is that right? Or am I looking too much into that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, didn't did because uh, obviously you uh, were transferred from that form. Was that something you requested, or you? The, the, or did it just no, because I, I know no, some actually, kids did do that, but it was out kind of like certain requests. I know, like um, no, so one I, of the twins I had that done um, for like bullying yeah. reasons. No, I joined. I joined that form 
uh, like halfway through the year uh, when I moved schools. And um, yeah, they put me in that form because I guess it was like the dumping ground. Right. It was like a really bad form. And then, yeah, like someone called my mum up like a month later and went, does George want to go into a different form? And yeah, I think it's just because that form is where the sort of troublesome kids seem to have been put, who, yeah, looking back, were the working class kids, or the children of working class people. Mm. And, and yeah, they... Well, <laughs> Otherwise they, they, they did, were down the mill. <laughs> they, just, they just put me in there. I mean... Hmm. Well, well, that's that's sad. Yeah, it is. I, I, I'd like to... I'm going to say, I wonder if it's still practice now, and I'm almost absolutely sure it is. I mean, I told you, didn't I, that when uh, when I was uh, an adult, I was um, I went around a school for some reason, like uh, like on a tour with some people. It's not worth going into. It's not that interesting. Um, but I I sat through an English les- lesson that. Um, a teacher was giving to, I guess, some like 15-year-olds, and they were going through um, exam questions, like exam question examples. Like this is mm-hmm. the sort of this, this is the sort of sorry, not exam questions, exam answers. Um, gotcha, this, yeah. is the, this is the sort of answer that would get you an A, because uh, you do this, this, and this. This is the sort of answer that would get you a C. And you know, they used a bad example. Um, that, you know, was obviously not very well written. And the woman said, I, I don't know what they were thinking writing this. It was probably some northern child. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just offhandedly, you know. Because, obviously, I'm not northern, because, you know, I don't speak like that all the time, just when I'm really drunk. You know, so... I mean, yeah. I don't know. Do I, do I sound northern? No, you don't. No. I mean, I suppose there are a couple of, like pronunciation things but those things are few and far between yeah. bobbins um, bear bobbins <laughs> <laughs> I can hear your skin crawling I know you fucking hated that I, I don't know you, you know I mean having grown up in uh, Yorkshire you know and being exposed to the Yorkshire accent like so much and like you know just through exposure like oh I, I, I've got to say I would you know if, when I meet English people here in America or or just hear them, I would much rather hear someone go, this is fucking chicken town, rather than someone speak in a sort of plain or even posh accent. Mm. At least with a Yorkshire person, I'd be like, oh, he- hello. You know, how you doing? You know, you know I, I don't know, man. I, I, I hate English people. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can... I, 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 I'll second that. I mean, I you know how much I fucking loathe London now <laughs> and it's denizens there's it's almost n- not that I require friendly people around me as a prerequisite for where I live but fucking hell sometimes when I you kind of travel out and people just say hello on the bus I mean I it's so for me it's so fucking bizarre I'm ill-equipped I mean someone's simply kind of extending a a general courtesy and i don't know what to say it should just be hello how are you t- uh, how are you doing and i just yeah. can't i can't i can't find that when that happens like what the fuck are you doing we're in public you're a stranger you could have a knife <laughs> i can have a knife i might <laughs> i might brandish it right now <laughs> are you laughing at me i'm burning man but, I'm uh, yeah. steaming man. 
I'm tepid man. <laughs> Boiling point! <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, I'm steeping my cake in cream. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, is... is Sheffield and the surrounding areas, are they more friendly than London? Yeah, probably. Thinking about it. I don't know. Like London was pretty unfriendly compared to everywhere else I've been. I mean, New York is much more friendly than London. I I don't remember. Everything in New York when I went there happened so fucking quickly, I didn't really take notice. <laughs> yeah, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, well, okay. Well, do you have anything else to say about the class divide? Uh, See, now, now I'm thinking that, yeah, the Fred Dibner thing for my dad, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it should be, you know, now it should, it, it, me as a kid should be like a really dirty-faced Charlie Chaplin. Oh, right, okay, yeah, Ch- Chimney kid. Sweep kind of vibe. Okay, yeah, Chimney cool. Sweep kind of vibe. And then obviously, you know, adult George is Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> But in what was it? Uh, yeah, in diagnosis not, murder. Yeah, of course. Yes, thank you. You took the words out of my mouth. None, none of this fucking Mary Poppins shit. Yeah, no, he's he's Dick from <laughs> Mary Poppins. He's a chimney sweep, but he's operating on people and you know occasionally solving crimes that his his son for some reason brings to him. Yes, of course. But of course, as a medical and professional, my son will be played by Chris Hemsworth. That's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, the different stages will be um, baby George's Mussolini, um, and then like uh, young George, sort of you know five to eight, is uh, dirty faced Charlie Chaplin, uh, miniaturized through the power of resizing uh, on screen. Um, and then, no, on set. Got a shrink ray. It's all like really expensive <laughs> mirrors. Um, and then, like, 11-year-old to, like, 30-year-old George is uh, Clint Howard. Yep, gotcha. Yeah, and then, um, and then, yeah, I guess from then on it's going to be, you know, like, 70-year-old Dick Van Dyke in a bald cap. <laughs> um, but he sees both Raul Julia and Christopher Lloyd kind of lunge that, at him that, from a mirror every time he goes yeah, to the that, bathroom. Uh, maybe, maybe they're more like, uh, maybe then they're more like my... Like good and bad conscience, you know, like devil, the devil and angel yes. next to you. Um, except they're um, literally sat on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like I'm like bench pressing them, and, <laughs> and uh, like like yeah, Clint Howard gets absolutely fucking ripped for this, and he's been bench pressing them, and they're like you know they're doing the argument the the angel and demon thing, but it's it's not an argument on doing a good thing or a bad thing. Raul Julia just wants me to go to like a strip joint and get wasted and, you know, possibly bang a hooker. And and Christopher Lloyd just wants me to eat iron filings and watch Top Chef. <laughs> and like possibly electrocute myself at some point in the night for a laugh. And, you know, and, and like both of these are really appealing to me. As I'm so, pump, not, as, so not as really Clint a conscience at all. Himself. Just, you know, just... just... No, they're real. Yeah, they're, they're real. They just live there and just tell me what to do. <laughs> I remember that time in your life. Yes, it's a yeah, good, good call, good casting. I think, yeah, yeah. And uh, my dog is played by Thing, but it isn't just Thing. It's uh, Thing with his entire arm, like up to the elbow, and then when the elbow is, there's another Thing. 
like cat dog, but with hands. <laughs> you know, hand hand. Hand hand. But I'm thinking, right, would it be if thing is a right hand, would the other thing on the other end be a left hand, or would that also be a right hand? Also be a right hand, naturally. It would yeah. also be a right hand, so it's like somebody else's hand. Because, you know, yeah, exactly. Because, like, a left hand and a right hand connected, that shit can happen. It happens all the time, I think. Right, so you're saying that isn't... that isn't. It's not weird. Crazy no, enough. No, no, it's no, not no. Weird enough. Right. It was supposed to be unnatural, so it obviously have to be two right hands. Yeah, and this thing is like... It, it, it's thing with the elbow and the other oh, hand. Oh, thing, sorry, but not it. it. But it, but it is a dog. Like it, it can't be reasoned with. <laughs> it's just crawling everywhere and like wants to be everywhere you are. It's always sleeping in your bed. It's always sleeping in your bed. You know, it's always pissing on the Turkish rug. Where does it piss you know, from? That I keep at the bottom of my Turkish bag. Or is it going to be like eggheads and they just kind of piss out the tips of their fingers? Coneheads, sorry. sorry. Eggheads. Coneheads. No, cone right. <laughs> eggheads. You know, with so I can have my little uh, cameo in your biopic. Uh, I watched Eggheads recently. Well, <laughs> in the last two years. It was good. Are we talking about it, the, the quiz show now? The no, game the Dan Aykroyd film. Oh, I haven't seen... I, 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 I haven't seen that in decades. It was yeah, all right, was better, it? Better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It's better than Eggheads. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, I don't know. I do enjoy Eggheads, or I did. I haven't seen that in years either, but I would love it when, you know, Daphne with a fucking shit-eating grin would get, like, wiped out by some motherfucker. <laughs> she, she, she like, like, well, I'm going, to choo- I'm, I'm going to choose history because I'm a million years old, and I'm going to choose the, the 19-year-old boy with the baseball cap because he's not going to know anything. And it turns out, like, he's, like, <laughs> in Oxford, some... like, um, doing a master's in Oxford three years early in history, and he just fucking smashes it to bits. That's yeah. what it's worth watching for. He's wearing quite a chunky bomber jacket, and then you realise why, because when he puts his hand out uh, underneath his jacket, he produces a fucking howitzer from <laughs> from underneath and absolutely oh, makes sure there's nothing left above the neck. 200 he rounds. <laughs> he just sits down, and you realise it isn't a chunky bomber jacket at all. He's just a chunky lad, and he is Henry VIII, and he's a vampire, and he's lived for hundreds of years, and so has become an expert on quite many, many topics. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, would have been funnier, do? but I didn't say that, so I guess we'll just have to. I'll just have to be one with my shame and humiliation. Thank you. Because I was also thinking as well with the the sort of arbitrary who would play you nonsense. We've also got like the sort of question of what would you do if you won the lottery, and what would you do if you lived forever? Like you know, like if you were a vampire or whatever, you just live forever. Would you? You know, would you make it your your business to learn about loads of shit and become like in a thousand years? Would you know, you know, fifty languages, or would you just still be speaking English? Ah, uh, depend. Depends if so. I can live forever, but are there any threats to my life? Is it? Um, do I? Does my life just kind of go on? But I can be, I can be done in by something. Or I mean, if I'm because if I'm because you're looking for a way out. Oh no! If I'm completely impervious to harm, then I do absolutely fucking nothing. There's there's no need to do anything whatsoever so, if I can't so be killed. Completely impervious to harm. The only way you can die is you know by wishing it. Uh, you would do nothing. You wouldn't. You wouldn't like you know stand in front of trains or anything. You would just use this as a 
to do. What do you mean? Why? Why well, would you I, do nothing? Well, there's 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 no impetus to do anything if there's no. Yeah, there's there's no thread to my life. What's the value of learning skills <laughs> if it's not to fucking? Jesus. <laughs> wow. I'll just, you know, find a room, a nice sturdy chair, and I'll just wait until the end of time. <laughs> so basically... I'm presuming that I'm not going to be a slave to regular bodily functions either. Um, but if that's the case, I guess I could prepare a bedpan and maybe a, a lackey that would maybe tend to that. But otherwise, yeah. Blanket in the winter, I guess. <laughs> Benedict Survivor. <laughs> right, I see. So the, okay. So Does this, you, I'm sorry, are you disappointed by that? I think that's perfectly logical. Yeah, but I mean, you wouldn't want to like enjoy anything. I mean, if you, you know, if you can't die, then you could do all sorts of things that you couldn't do now. You know, you could jump I mean, in a volcano, I, see what that's like. I, I, I guess so, but I mean, I, I could, you know, living forever, you could essentially experience absolutely everything there is get bored of it all and then just stop and then the, you know proportionately the time you spent doing nothing having experienced anything makes that look as close to having done nothing the whole time as makes no odds yeah but you're you're speaking as if you're jumping ahead to 10,000 years and we're just looking back like you have to live through this i mean yeah you know i get it like you if you're going to live forever, you want to, you want to, you know, pass out your time on Animal Crossing. Don't use all that at once. <laughs> but, but, you know, sit, sitting in a room for three years doing nothing to do that is going to be, you know, a, an unpleasant thing to actually live through. All right. Well, at a push, I might play Tiny Tower for a bit. But, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I feel like with um, without those kind of threats, I would be perfectly content. Though, so... You know, on like a kind of like divine fundamental level. There's just yeah. I think yeah, I've made so my point. I don't, I, I'm not going to keep rehashing it. You either get it or you don't, and you clearly don't. So I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to try and get through. What would you do if you became immortal? Nothing. Nothing really. <laughs> right. Okay. So I, I guess that's the same answer for you know if you won the lottery. Like a massive windfall. If you made half a billion dollars on the lottery, what would you do? What would you spend it on? Would you spend it? Or would you just let the milk bottles accumulate and not worry about that? Um, I'd probably get like um, a flush bucket gilded with gold leaf or something. You know, nice and fancy. Don't even move out. <laughs> I might get one of those heated toilet seats. Uh, I bought one of nice. those luxury duvets to staple to the wall over the window. <laughs> yeah, I suppose when I was doing that, I only had a. It was just a, was just a box out of blanket. Yeah, yeah, Batman one. Well, it didn't. It wasn't that effective. So I, actually, you know, in conjunction with that, I'd light about twenty tea lights in my room as well. Jesus Christ. It's a miracle I didn't burn the house down, really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you should just get a brazer. <laughs> and start putting coals on it. Jesus, I, yeah. Right, okay, so if you won the lottery, you'd do nothing with that money either. I told you, I told you, i get the, you know, that nice well, flush bucket. 
okay, that, you know, that's going to be a tiny fraction of your winnings. So what are you going to do with the rest of the money? Uh, I mean, maybe it's fragile. I might need replacements. So there's, no, there's nothing even you want. Like, I, you wouldn't like buy I'm doubling down on being as boring as possible, George. I really am. It's the answer to everything. No, I'm doing fucking nothing. Yeah. I suppose if you're only worried about survival, you know, you've, you've won, really, haven't you? Until you haven't. <laughs> That's a t shirt. Not a very witty one, but uh, yeah, a t shirt nonetheless. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, when are there ever any witty comments on T-shirts? Well, I mean... <laughs> it's always like fun. One by one, the, these penguins can be stealing your sanity, George. And that shit is fucking dynamite hilarious on a T-shirt, as we know. <laughs> he who laughs last thinks slowest. Oh, God, he had a fucking slew of them as well. I only remember the penguins one. Define normal. Oh, God. Was that a t-shirt or was that just something that he tried to that hit was, us that with? That was his owl? motto. Oh. oh, oh dear. I'm. I mean, a lot of people kind of outgrow stuff like that. I'm sure Chris. Paul, uh, I'm sure he still. Sure he still <laughs> lives by that. Still a <laughs> mantra for him. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Well, I guess we're done with biopics then. Um. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we, we said uh, a lot, didn't we? I hope so. Yeah, a lot of words <laughs> were said. <laughs> whether, of their, whether or not they're of any value is to be decided. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that you letting your knob out? <laughs> Sans Hosen. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, the, the usual kind of rub doesn't kind of get me to chub anymore. I have to really aggressively windmill now these days. 